When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Field guitar pick. The entire universe just saw that. Now, was that specifically given to you by Hetfield? Like, yes. Did he tell you to kill them all? He said, and we're going to kill all of you. <laughs> is that what he's <laughs> this is our debut album and he's holding it up and he goes it's called kill them all and we're gonna kill all you Everybody's like, <laughs> is that it? did he really say that live yeah yeah that's when it first came out oh my goodness man that's that's got to be worth something look jeremy lynn's rookie card just sold or not jeremy lynn uh geez luka Doncic rookie card you see this no just sold for 4.6 million dollars you're telling me you can't get 10 grand for that Hatfield pick, oh. not Hatfield and McCoy or the Hatfield meets. Huh? All right, I got a couple other ones. Well, Here's yeah, yeah, Hatfield, Hatfield, but I'm Ozzy pick signed. No, how about a um rigs from Rob Zombie's band? How about the back of that? Look at that a little pentagram on there. Are uh, these specifically used picks by yeah. these people you're mentioning, or did I you go on the website and buy it? No, I don't buy this crap. Okay. <laughs> that would be Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, one of his. And then this is the other Black Sabbath pick. Why don't you have like a, a little signature on the back of from Tony? Why don't you have, what else do I have here? can't you put this in like a book? You know, they have coins or stamps. Why don't you have a pick book? Um, I have another Zach Wild Black Label Society pick with him. That's signed. Why don't you do that? Uh, put them in a book. Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't know. What are you going to display? How about a uh, God smack? I got to do something here. You got too much. There you me. go. <laughs> I got tons of them, man. Hmm. I have I a little know. mini dime bag Daryl guitar too, which is awesome. Do you really? Yeah. It's, it's up on my shelf. Uh, you got to be That's able to monetize all that, right? Well, my dime bag guitar that's in here is actually signed by him. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Like, are you see, I always bring this stuff up whenever we have the person who spends like, you know, millions and millions of dollars. I just told you about that. The guy, Lucas rookie. Yeah. Call. So you're you're this person, but not in sports. Like, well, I don't pay had, for any of it, though. I, no, I but got... you would if you were like a multi multi millionaire. Yeah. At these auctions. And because here's the thing, like you have history in the music. So it's not like you'd be doing <laughs> it. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I got all that stuff when I was doing rock radio. I got to know the guys in Pantera really well because I was one of the first guys to play their stuff on the radio in, like, 1995. Nobody was playing Pantera on the radio. Right. I was at a small station in State College, and I did a metal show, so I did. 
But the guitar I got from Dimebag in 2000, or maybe it was 99, was given to me as a gift from the band, and he signed it. So, Dimebag Daryl, who is no longer with us. No. Do you think Rob Motti could pick Dimebag Daryl out of a lineup? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Rob, Rob knows his, uh, his thrash metal and, and stuff like that, yeah. What's up, uh, Rob? What's going on, fellas? How are you? Rob's out on some deck in Miami. Jason <laughs> is in his studio. God, I'm in Indian Rocks, Indian Rocks Beach. Yeah. And yeah you want, can you see, guys? I don't know. Can you? You know, I'm at the Kick Rocks Beach. Seriously, man. What is <laughs> this? Little, little, what is little, this? Little bay action. Rob yeah. pops on just to rub it in. Now, we're going to have other people too. And, and see, look, everybody's on vacation, Jason, except you and I. You notice that? Body's on vacation, even though he's technically working, covering baseball. Today's a day, yeah. Taking a day off. Yeah, Barrett Brooks is on vacation fishing. Yeah, in Puerto Rico, <laughs> south of where Rob is. Correct. You're the only one, you and, and me, although you've got family. I don't have I just have a wife who's pregnant, so we can't go anywhere. And you've got a zoo of yeah. children in your house. But Rob's got kids, you know, well, Rob's got the wife and kids. Me, me and the wife are doing a little uh, a couple weeks from now. Heading down to uh, Sanibel, oh, down there. Down there, I love it down there. Yeah, Wait, Fort Myers there, Rob. Yeah, it's very nice. I, I was there a couple of years ago. Right now, the kids are inside doing their virtual school, so I'm hiding out here in a on a non air conditioned deck. So, uh, Aton, that's how much I love you, brother. Oh, it's, like, it, it, it's it's about eighty degrees right now, and um, yeah, I you know, got a little jacket on here trying to hide out and. They're doing it. They're probably going to be done school in about an hour and 15 minutes. But if I hide, they don't want to ask me questions. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Dude, when 85 degrees down there. Sun's out, guns out, right? Oh, man. Yeah. What is that? Like, <laughs> seriously, this is, this is a shock. This would be like Rob Motti in Florida without a shirt, like at least cut for the arms. Would be well, like Jason having a basketball. We're on video. I mean, I, I didn't want to like. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I didn't want. I put this on here. I'm sweating to death out here trying uh, to. Like, I'm about to go hide in the bedroom or something, man. Joey Ooh. B on the stream says Rob's arms are are bigger than the Hulk Hogan 24 inch pythons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a Hulkster, can't you? I, I met Hulkster a couple of years ago. He came to a Phillies game down here in Clearwater. I think he threw out the first pitch and. That was my first time meeting the guy. He's, he's, he was awesome, man. I tried to arm wrestle him. He wouldn't do it, though. How about, like, he's in character. He's like, oh, Uncle Me, he's running wild. Let me tell you something, brother. Then you talk to him. He's like, how you doing, man? <laughs> he's got a real deep There you voice. go. Oh, yeah. Oh, how you yeah. doing, Rob? Nice guns. <laughs> I saw his daughter one time. Flyers Lightning, Game 7. Remember the 04 hold on, hold on. Eastern Conference Finals? When Here we go. Here the go. Anthem. Presented by Rob Here we go. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Cannon. Oh, okay, what about? From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Yeah, I used to work. I used to produce a show back at a station that all three of us. Now, when I say three, I don't mean Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Those two guys are on vacation. They got out of here. Jason Martinez is hanging out with us. Rob Motti from the Associated Press is hanging out with us. Now, Rob, you have to check and, and redo your name. And put your Twitter handle down there. So oh. everyone who's on the street, like Jason is a savvy vet at this. He just wants as many people following him as possible. <laughs> Not true. 
<laughs> I could use less actually. There's a few people I, I would rather not follow me. <laughs> we, you know, we have a, it's crazy how this whole weekend has played out. The Flyers did something pretty cool and special. And really, the, the weekend in the NHL, we, we are getting ready. I know you guys don't know it yet, although baseball is here and everything. It doesn't feel like it yet, but we do have an NFL draft that feels like it's right around the corner. And then you, you just you don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I feel like every day I should start prefacing the show with I can't keep running down a list of what we're going to get to because it's unfair to the listener, the viewer. It's unfair to people. I have no idea what the hell's going on today. Yeah, well, no let, I want to ask Rob a question. I, I got Go a question ahead. right We've off the hop. Minute. Yeah, because I know, Rob, you're, you're covering spring training. Let me ask you this, because you've covered with the AP for a long time. Do you sense like a different vibe with baseball from just an interest standpoint? And, you know, when you're down in spring training? Because spring training is, you know, hope springs eternal. Everybody wants to go down just to get in the sun and the snowbirds, you know. But do you sense a different vibe around the sport, like it's lessening in any way? Uh, well, for the diehards, for like the traditionalists, for, for people like me who just live, eat, breathe baseball, no. But you're right, though. For the casual fan, it, baseball's just uh, – it, it's become third place, easily third yeah. place. Like way behind football, way behind basketball. Like it's got a long way to go to catch up. And I was telling Aton yesterday, like – Hockey in in certain parts of this country have surpa- has surpassed baseball, but down here they put some tickets on. I think it's like around two thousand or so, somewhere around there. Tickets for sale. They sold out all the games because people yeah. are starved to go to a baseball game. They didn't yeah. go all last year. The weather's nice. A lot of people are down here, like you said, snowbirds, vacationing, whatever. They come down here. I thought. We're, we're I, thought. Three. I think people just want to get out of their house too. Yeah, the, 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 middle. the middle. It's you called know. the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park. Central Park. Yeah, yeah. Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. Park. It's probably the most famous green space on the planet. <laughs> the middle with Aton Sander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. 
Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Today's 3-1 day. Did yeah. You know? March 1st. Well, yeah, but apparently it's the anniversary of the comeback. We'll come back. Where, where the Cavs came back down 3-1. How's that possible? I don't know. Oh, no, it's the Clippers. That's what it was. It was the Clippers. The Clippers lose in game seven to blow. I guess people are just doing any 3-1. That's it. All right. Oh, okay. Anything that was three one, um, yeah, it's 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 interesting just to see how that. I mean, we're back, but we can talk about that. That's just interesting how, how greatest thirty one in Philadelphia sports, Rob. Oh man, Gary Maddox is the first one that comes to my mind. I don't know why. See, I got baseball in my mind. You got Gary, Ma- yeah. Gary Maddox, Pelly, Pelly, Pelly was thirty one. Hmm. I remember that day. I remember the day he died. Yeah. Let's see if there was a sixer who wore 31. Plus. Presented by Rocket. Charles Shackelford. From Neo Bradley. Did he? Yeah. No, I don't know. Here's Aton Harry Mays. How dare you disparage the work of Seth Curry, who has arrived here wearing the number 31? Kelly <laughs> Lindbergh. Come on. Kelly Lindbergh. Don't, don't give me Kelly Lindbergh. Come on. We'll end, we'll end this show right now. <laughs> Reggie Miller wore 31. Why, why did, oh, 3-1, it's 3-1. So who is the most famous 31 of all time? Greg Maddox? No, not in just, like, we're, we are on on phillyvoice.com slash the middle, 1490 AM sports betting radio in Atlantic City. Across the country, sports map radio, that's Jason Martinez, Rob Motti, at Rob Motti, at Jason Mert. I thought it was at Rob Motti AP. No. Okay. Not anymore. Yeah, I changed that one. Yeah. Well, I was promoting that yesterday when you were on, so that's yeah, all I know. Piazza wore 31. Greg Maddox is a Hall of Famer. He's the best yeah. pitcher of my generation. Now, Grant Fuhr was a 31, too, Aton. Yeah, Fuhr. I think you got to put Fuhr over Pelly, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Pelly just didn't have a long career because he yeah. passed away in 1985. But, um, yeah, there's some – Reggie Miller's a Hall of Famer, one of the great basketball players. That's a good one. What about yeah. Hoover? Herbert Hoover was the 31st president. Okay. I'll, I, I'll go right? with you. Let, I don't like, know. If you go 31 of all time, whatever you can make of a 31, so the 31st president, I don't know what other non-sports thing you could add up that would be big, like the 31st winner of the Golden Globe. You know, who cares about that? But as far as an athlete, would it be – yeah, Reggie Miller is there. Greg Maddox is there. Grant Fuhrer is there. Are we missing anybody else? Donnie Dave Schell. Winfield? Winfield and Piazza. Yeah. No, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I was just curious. You know, It is March 1st today. Do you believe that? Yeah. March 1st. We've For got the 13th match. month in a row, it's March. Yeah, we're back Still, in March. Yesterday was March 272. March. Now it's March 1st. <laughs> Right. It, it felt like March last year took a year. It yeah. took a year. And then the next couple of months felt like they were going fast. And then it kind of. But, yeah, you're right. It, it Now that I look back on it, it doesn't feel like only a year. It doesn't feel like, oh, man, it was just a year ago. Can you. It feels like it was 10 years ago last year, doesn't it? Yeah. 
I look like it was. I, I look like I'm ten years old or two. We've all trying to homeschool these kids. Oh my goodness! They, when when you're doing that, Jason, are, are they like if you're in the room? Do they treat you as a second teacher like they do with me and my wife? Like if we're there while they're doing it, now they're asking us questions. I'm like, you're supposed to be listening to your teacher, don't they? Like I'm not getting paid to teach you right now. Yeah, do not ask me about math. I can't help you, <laughs> even though you're in middle school. Well, why are you there? And, and I don't ask that as far no, as like, I'm you, not. You guys don't know anything. Oh, you, okay, you're, you're yeah, yeah, no, you're smart. I mean, my youngest is is nine. My oldest is fourteen. So. Uh, I'm not in the room when they do it, but it's just keeping them on task and helping them and all that stuff. And, yeah. you know, make, cause they don't have the structure of going to school. So it's different. Do they have yeah. the option where you are? My, my kids are option. actually back. My kids are actually back now though. Four okay. days a week. Yeah. Okay. Our, ours are, we, we appreciate it because we wanted to bring them here to Florida. So now yeah. it's virtual. We're just staying on the virtual and it's hard for them to concentrate when they're looking outside and they see boats and, yeah. water and they want to get to the yeah. beach i'm like just finish up your work let's go what up mama brooks so that's your son was here yeah we'll get a check-in i'm sure from barrett harry harry i don't think we'll get one although i got a text from harry at like six in the morning so him being wow. on vacation, must be on his way to the golf course something right something about that now he didn't mention the show it's about something else on it was twitter he can't help himself Marty. he's he's on twitter uh, like you remember how i used to be Non-stop. Yeah. Just used to be. Oh, well, yeah. No, I'm telling you, go back. You can look at my uh I love self-awareness. I'm not out there anymore, man. Honestly. Go, you know, you know what the best thing about Twitter is? I learned I learned to use the mute button in the past two since the whole Carson Wentz thing started coming down. I've probably muted about five thousand people, and it feels so good because now you just don't have to even read their you know, just just move on. I don't even want to have to think about it. It's self-preservation for your own. Yeah. We talked about that yesterday, Jason, on uh, the national show here on the network I was doing. And Rob joined me just because of the whole thing with with Carson. We we're having some fun in the final hour. And it's it's just amazing how much misinformation is put out in this entire saga that was Carson. And I'm not saying, you know, it's it, it seems like it's only one person. But then it got me thinking. Right. And both of you guys are fully immersed in your sport of choice or sports of choice. Jason, I mean, you're a hockey, you're involved in the world of hockey beyond the Flyers and Rob for baseball and football. So this is more of a general picture of it. But I mean, how often do you guys think slash know stuff like that is Howie Roseman can't be the only general manager who has the communications on lockdown in any city or fan base or team across the country. And then I'm thinking like, well, we're in Philly and we get a story that may pop in San Diego or may pop in Houston or may pop in Bismarck. And we're at the mercy of that same person who we know, Schefter, who is just verbatim reporting what the general manager wants you. And I'm thinking, only because we were here in front of it with Wentz and saw how much it was just pushed and controlled by one person. I bet you there's a lot of stuff in our world that we are either misinformed about or simply just don't know based yep. on one person who is just there as the mouthpiece for a team. Yeah, that That's why, Aton, and I'm so glad Rob's on today, because that's why you got to consider the source of information. You always have to, and you have to consider the information and the agenda behind the information. And that's the thing that has me the most angry about that situation. I've, I've vent about it. 
it, and it's this. There's two things that anger me. Number one is that a guy like Shefty, who's respected, and he should be, he breaks a lot of news, but he's carrying the water for the GM. And I don't like the soiling of a man's name on his way out the door to curry favor with your fan base. I, I think it's below the belt. It's lowbrow. It's not, there's no dignity in it. And I, and I'm totally against it. Not only that, but when Carson was here, and I've said this on the air several times, the, one of the things I loved about Carson is I'm a parent. So I have to consider the impact that athletes have on kids and on my kids. And when, when they won the Super Bowl, look, everybody got into the party. My kids got involved in it and everybody. My son's an athlete himself. So he is an impressionable kid when it comes to athletes. Now, I'm his parent. I'm his role model. But I was happy that there was a an elite player in this town in that position with that stature that I, I perceived as a good family man, a man who had values, a man who wasn't doing wrong things in the community, was a good representation of the city and the team. And I thought that that, that was a good element for me. And I don't like his name being soiled on his way, his way out the door. Was he perfect? No, none of us are. But I, that, that angered me, and it still does to this day. Jason, that's so perfectly put and well said. And, and I said to Aton yesterday, I've probably in 21 years for the AP never been as close to a situation to where I got to see how things were portrayed, how things were reported. And, and even sometimes when I'll report something and then the assumptions become made that I got it directly from Carson when I never said Carson told me this or I said a source close to or whatever it was. And I saw misinformation put out there. I saw columns put out there making giant leaps and assumptions and things put together that weren't happening and didn't unravel. And there were times where people were using me as a source, which you should never do in journalism. If You're I I'm a journalist saying something. Yeah. It's my opinion all of a sudden because Rob's close to the situation and he's reporting it. And then people are going out and saying reports say, well, reports said no. Rob Motti's opinion was not. I didn't I didn't say this came from Carson. I didn't say this came from here. But like you said, the, the, the attempt to sully someone's name in order to justify where you reached and the point you got to is unfortunate, and it shouldn't be that way. And getting back to your original point, Aton, I think this does happen in a lot of sports. Michael Lombardi, who I know in Philly people mm. are critical of, and, and deservedly so, because of what he said about Doug Peterson a couple of years ago, right? But he wrote an article for The Athletic, I'd say maybe a month or so ago, and he talked about exactly this kind of scenario where certain front offices know exactly how to control or shape the narrative by putting out misinformation to national media people who are well-respected, have a strong following, and now all of a sudden everyone assumes whatever that report is is truth and gospel when it's the front office spinning it their way to control the story, to sell their version of the truth even if it's not factual. So in this case, they tried to portray Carson Wentz one wanting out when he didn't demand it. Then they wanted to make it like it was Carson versus Doug Peterson. And I come along and say, well, D 
Doug told me directly, I got no problem with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has no problem with Doug Peterson. Carson Wentz's lack of trust is with the front office, not with Doug Peterson. So when you fire Doug Peterson, don't try and leak as if this was we fired Doug so Carson wins a power struggle. There was no power struggle. There was none there. Doug Peterson was fired because there was a power struggle between Doug and Howie, not Doug and Carson. And now eventually Carson doesn't – He's prefers to move on. They come to the determination it's best for the organization to move on. There's no reason to portray it as if this guy was selfish, a locker room cancer, all this stuff, when he wasn't. And I'm happy right now to see other guys standing up, from Chris Long to Malcolm Jenkins. Yes. We know what we know what guys who are still on the team have said, Jason Kelsey and Fletcher Cox. Here's the thing. All of the on-the-record, all of the people who will put their name behind a quote say good things. But you have maybe one or two guys. You're never going to have an entire roster like a player. You're never going to have that. But the yeah. one or two people who go anonymously and trash him, all of a sudden that becomes the consensus when it's not. Right. And, and, there's and that's more one. fun to read for people. That's more salacious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. now, now, there's one thing that it just troubles me about this whole thing where and, – and I want to do this. We'll, we'll have a couple of minutes in the break here to do this. We'll be back. In three, Rob Motti, Jason Martinez hanging out, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, both on vacation. I don't know how the hell they got that out there. We're both on vacation in the same week. Harry's out for the week. Barrett will be back on Wednesday. Ron Culver's still in the house here, producing in Houston. So question about what happened, because you guys both bring up something that is kind of like the boundaries of what I wanted to ask. So I just want to fill in a little detail about it coming up in the break. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. All right. So here's here's my question. And it's not like a leading question, nothing like that. We've got three minutes, so I'm not going to take up all this time asking it. But this is not a knock or a negative or a slight. It's me trying to figure out. Because I agree with both of you, and I wrote it even in Philly Voice when they fired Doug, that – Carson's next. He's going to be the next guy to go, and he'll be slandered. on. That's just what they do. One thing that I can't get around, and I'm assuming that Howie Roseman was just doing this every year, but if it's the Santa Liquido or something like every single year outside of his rookie year, somebody in that organization, maybe it's the same person, was putting stuff out like this guy's an asshole, this guy's an asshole, this guy's an asshole. We haven't seen that before. And again, it doesn't mean that it's Carson is guilty at all. I'm not even intimate. Well, we didn't see it after we didn't see it after year two when he got hurt. We saw it after year three when he got. Oh, the year two. The, year two was the Super Bowl year. We didn't hear yeah. anything. No, no. Well, year, that's, that's year after that. Year right. three. So, I don't, we heard something in summer of eighteen, right? Right. Yeah. From a couple that was Joe's story. Couple of anonymous. But Close. stuff was dating back to that Super Bowl season. It just wasn't talked yeah. about that Super right. Bowl season. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was referenced. You're right. It was referenced. Yeah. Right. How, how is this simply? Can we reduce this to just Howie Roseman didn't like the guy and he was like, mm. like hey, what was going on in that? No, no. Hey, Tana, I, I think, and, and I talked to some people, like a lot of people about this. And, and what, what they say is like, you get a couple guys and they talk to the same people and it's the same, it's the same two, it's the same one or two guy. And with Carson, he's, he's different. And right. He's very different. He is quiet. He is shy. He is introverted. He is awkward. He is uncomfortable. That translates 
that translates in a, in a, to some, right? Those who don't know him, that may come off as, oh, he's arrogant. Yeah. He's, not, he's not arrogant. He's shy. Like, I, I'll tell you guys a, a quick story. I sat in a, I went to an event with him a couple of years ago. I was in a limo with Car- me, two other people, and Carson Wentz. The whole ride down. Now, we got to go on stage. I'm going to interview him on stage. We're going to do this big event. He might have said two words to me the whole, the whole trip down. I could have taken that as like, this guy's a jerk. This guy's like, but I, I didn't. Why? Because I know he's just quiet, shy, and uncomfortable speaking. And, and the, the ride back was a little bit different. And after, you know, he loosened up or whatever. But some folks, some guys in a locker room will see somebody who's that quiet, stays to himself, and say this, that, or the other. Well, I, I know I'm not comparing the personalities by any means, but T.O. was labeled aloof a lot, too, because he just didn't like. Right. I mean, but you and I were both in the locker room a lot back then. He just but, but he, was, and he was far more out. Like T.O. was outspoken to right. where he was critical of teammates. He was right. critical but I'm just of quarterbacks. Locker, right. Not yeah. publicly on the sports oh, here we go. radio network presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. All right, Rob Motti, Jason Martinez hanging out with me in the house today as Harry and Barrett on vacation. And Joey B wants to know, is it a grouper, marlin, or bonefish day in Puerto Rico? We need over-unders on fish caught by Barrett. Now, look at this. Joey B actually provides the numbers for you. Grouper is plus minus 20, I think, two. Right? It can't be 21. No, not 21. Well, I don't know. He has 21 for grouper. Wow. And then bonefish is 17. Marlin's sailfish is two and a half. Those must be a little more difficult to catch. Do either you think? (laughs) Look at them. 21 grouper. I mean, do you just put your hand in and you come up with like 10? What's the deal here? Well, that that swims in a school. Uh, When you're talking about like a sailfish or a marlin, I mean, it takes 90 minutes or longer to get one of those in the boat. So, yeah. I didn't realize that. See, somebody. Oh, yeah. I, I never fished. I've never done it. I'm not a fisherman. Neither am I. So, Jason, help yeah, us Jason. out. Well, Marlin, uh, it, I mean, they'll fight you. You know, when you're talking about just a regular fish, you know, they're going to fight you, but not not to the extent oh, of a sailfish. Well, Marlin is 210 pounds. Oh, yeah. They're huge. I didn't realize that. A sailfish yeah. is a buck 20, but oh, my, a 210? Yeah. Oh, he's not catching one of those. That's me. You're not yeah. pulling me up out of the boat when I'm fighting. You catch 30 marlin on a boat, the boat's going to sink. <laughs> Plus, they got Barrett. And they got Barrett already on it. Hey, Barrett, like, you're all catching Don Mattingly. That's the marlin you're going to get. That's it. Exactly yeah. right. Jeez. <laughs> Barrett is the size of a sailfish and a marlin. So already take one of each off what you want to bring back home. Yeah. <laughs> this is since right. I didn't realize this. 210. Uh, so you need to be strapped in to catch one of those. Oh, yeah. You get in the chair with the whole thing. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that at all. How often do you go fishing, Jason? Like, where do you go? What's, what's your spot? I used, you I used to, uh, the Avalon Shoals. Okay. Down all, yeah, you go out about yeah. seven miles. The Avalon Shoals, good spot. So you're, not, you're not fishing on land. You're going out in a boat, right? You're not just yeah, standing there. Over there. Okay. I right. have. I, I surf fished as a kid off the beach with my dad a lot, but. No, I mean, going out on a boat, you go out seven, like six, seven miles, and uh, you go to the Avalon Shoals. Great blue fishing there. Mm. Yeah, you can get you can get some good stuff. Tuner. Yeah, the tuna. Tuna. those are humongous. Now, that's a fight. Right? That's a good fight on your hands, too. 
What's the biggest fish you've ever had to reel in? Um, you're, you're 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 not like a humongous guy. No, I, I've I don't know, probably like a sixty pound tuna. Now, is this like, is this all about inertia and body movement to where like yeah, you're pulling on the line, jack gaining right. slack? I mean, you got to work them in. So all those muscles and all that lifting Rob Motti has around his body ain't going to help. help it's it, it, no, it would help. Me. It would help. Yeah. There's a lot of your arms are by the time you're done pulling on that rod. By the time you're done, you are gassed. Is that right? It's a cocktail and chill. Ooh, not a bad workout. Yep. Not a bad workout. I'm, I'm, I might, I might look into this. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, I'm just saying. It's like that. rowing, Rob. It's like getting on the rowing machine. Okay. A little lower back workout. A lot of pulling. You got like to so sore at the end of that. Plus, you're drunk too, so you don't even realize how much you're pulling. That may, that may help them. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It helps during the time, but then the, you wake up the next day. You probably feel like you drank a keg and you ran a marathon. You probably yeah. can't move. Yeah, Joey B says uh, fishing for flounders or fishing for groupers like fishing for flounder. A flounder is an easy fish uh, to get in a boat. I mean, you can just basically lift the line with your hand. I tell you, I love grouper though. And they and they play dead at first. The flounder, just so that why if they're hooked, they don't know though. They're not. Okay. <laughs> They don't have the brain capacity to realize. Uh, I mean, they're not going, I'm hooked. I'm going to play dead, and maybe they won't reel me in. I don't know. Maybe they'll just cut the line and leave me here. Right. Or you know how you have, like, the uh, the non-fighting protesters who just stop, and it's yeah. like, all right, you're going to drag me out. You're going to – yeah. that's the flounder. Just yeah. Like, the only way you're getting me is unbelievable. You, you sushi guys, my, my wife got my daughters into sushi. I don't eat, I don't eat sushi. Yeah. They, so it. I got – Two seven-year-olds and my wife looking for the best sushi restaurants, and I'm trying to eat a piece of chicken I'm everywhere we go. Around. From what I remember, I think Jason is anti, right? You're uh, out? I only – the only sushi – I don't need any seafood. I don't need anything that comes oh, out of water. Not at all. Wow. But so you're fishing, but you hypocrite. What are you? I do it for the sport. I don't do it to eat it. I don't do it okay. for sustenance. <laughs> um, but the only sushi I'll eat is California roll, but I do like that. Well, that's that's, that's, that's like crap. Bobo sushi. Yeah. Does, does it have it? Does it have a raw fish in there? I don't know. No, no. California oh, crab like stick and yeah, crab stick. Okay. Yeah. Now sushi is is insanely good, and if you can get it in an area where the fish is fresh and you don't have to get it frozen and sent anywhere, it, it's amazing. So you just have to get past the idea that you're eating a big piece of salmon that you would get at the supermarket, and you're just yeah. like. Ah. Because it's not. I mean, it's prepared and, and all, and plenty of people can eat it. Tuna poke. And they, 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 they had some tuna, ahi tuna tartar the other night. It was uh, uh, it was interesting. I was, just, I was just checking it out from a distance. It's best in a roll. That, that's mm. all, best in a roll. So uh, real quick, I, I wanted to get thoughts on this here, because I don't know how much you've been paying attention to what's happening with kind of both winter sports heading into, I guess, a break. Like, when is the break for the NHL with the NBA coming there around? There is no break. There is none. They're just going to go straight through. Yeah, I mean, the Flyers are just started on Saturday, 19 games in 33 days, six games in nine days. But they didn't yeah. have a break, right? Well, they had a break because they were on COVID protocol that's, postponed. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so there's no break built in because the schedule is so variable. 
and they're not even going to have anything really like for All Star where there's something no. built in. The NBA, uh, no skills competition. I love, I love the skills competition. In That's what I was going to bring up. I love that. Can't they do so- like there is nothing better? The only All Star game that ever matters is the NHL because of the skills comp, because of I all the things outside they, of the game. They can't do one. They they have a border issue where seven of the teams are north of the border, and you got quarantine issues. You just, I mean, we could do it on Zoom. And no. plus, they, they don't want to mix because the nature of the sport is different. Even if it's indoor, like basketball, but even the nature of the sport it is more confined because there's boards and glass in a confined area. There's more players yeah. in the NHL in a game than there are NBA. So there's there's a lot of considerations. They're not going to do anything, and they're they're really beholden because of their NBC contract to get done by the Olympics. So they can't pause. They may need every ounce of time that they can get and they have a little bit of a built-in buffer at the end if they need to make up some games that they can't schedule in season um because they got to get those playoffs started and they got to get them finished what about the border i mean if you're not going to get around that in the all-star skills they're hoping you're not going to get around that well well, what happens and look we're going to break it about a minute around it the the way around it is because by that time they're hoping the border issue is not the quarantine issues aren't there and and vaccine Give me the benefit of the doubt here. Let's let's assume that at this country, at least, continues to bungle this. What happens if we're not at that point? Just just. Well, there'd be a contingency. They would probably go into when they got to that round of the playoffs where the teams because the, the first round, the first two rounds will be that team just playing in its division to get to the final four teams. Then they'll probably work something out and uh, maybe go to a bubble location or something like that. I think it's different, though, too. The people coming from the United States into Canada have to quarantine longer than the people coming from Canada to the U.S. You're right. Can't you just now maybe people don't want to leave Canada, but wouldn't that be the easiest thing is take those seven teams and put them in one spot like Tampa? Yeah. Like they did with the Raptors and say, yeah. all right, this is your new home for the postseason. Yeah. Once they but the first two rounds will be in Canada anyway. Oh, because because that they're staying within their division for the first two rounds of the playoffs. So, and again, that wouldn't be until probably mid June when a team would have to come out of the country and face a team in the final four of the conference finals to be able to get to the cup. All right, we're back in three. It's the middle Philly slash the middle Rob Motti, Jason Martinez hanging out here. What a grouper talk. Hungry. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Man, Flyers look pretty good. I had this bet plus 10,000 or uh, plus 2,000 yesterday. Flyers win 2-0, or 5-2. So I'm sitting on that 2-0, 2-0. Uh, yeah, and then they get that third goal. And now uh, like, what's the like? Buff- I knew Buffalo wasn't scoring. Like the yeah. Flyers would have had to pull a goalie for no reason just to get Buffalo to score. So I was, as soon as they hit that third goal, I was cooked. Yeah. Oh man. Plus two thousand? What's that? What was it? Plus two thousand? Yeah. It was three. Whoa. It was of those three exact scores. 
I've done those before, and they yeah, me always too. miss. Right? They always uh, miss. Empty net goal. goals kill you. You're you're, oh. you're you're up four to two. That's the score you got, and they pull the goalie with like three minutes left, and it ends up being mm. like six to two. You're like, ah, oh, jeez. What do you? That's think why it's so hard. What do you think about this team, man? The Flyers. Yeah, they won three in a row. They look pretty good. They they have this big stretch, right? It's almost like you know this stretch can be an advantage if you're playing well. Totally you can get around, right? Point I made on the podcast today. Um, you're right. W- when you're playing well in sports, you're like, give me games. Give, just keep pumping me with games. When you're struggling, you're like, you want to get back out to kind of turn things around, but you need the time to practice and get things in order. So yeah, the fact that they're starting to play really well, and they beat. You know, Buffalo stinks, and they look disinterested. In- hey, you got to beat those teams like that, though. Yeah, and the Flyers suffocated them. They never let them up for air. In the first game, I don't think third period in the first game of the weekend was important because they're up 3 nothing going in. And I, I said this on in the intermission when I was doing the game, that it's important to not give them anything to feel good about, either A, for this game to try and get back in it, and B, for the game tomorrow suffocate them in the third period and they did that then you know buffalo comes in that third period they play well and they get a goal and it ends 3-1 they feel a little better about their game yeah. they come into the next day with a different mindset right but the fact that the, the flyers have beat them three nothing three times in a row it's amazing going back to uh january 19th when elliot shut him out elliot shut him out back to back times and then hart was really good yesterday and shut him out on a 28 save effort where, where, where did Farabee come from is he supposed to be a point of game a player just seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, he. Uh, well, I mean, he was a first round draft pick, and, and he went to to BU and had a really good collegiate season. And last year, he had eight goals, but off the charts. You guys have about ten seconds or so when I say here we go. Okay, I'll, I'll try and give you that. <laughs> Every now and again, I might be like, "We got it." You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, I know both of you are familiar to television beyond sports. And again, when I say both, I don't mean Harry nor Barrett. It's Rob Motti from the Associated Press, Jason Martinez, who's with us now as part of the show, with us here as well for today. Now, John McMullen, I think, is going to pop in the usual spot, and we'll go from there. But I feel like the NFL offseason, and maybe we can go as recent as your honor, where, but I, I think it's a little less than that. There's always a television show, right? There's, there's a show that's out there that gets all of this pop and sizzle ahead of time, and it's bam, it's out there. And then it's Tiger King last year. Well, Tiger King got so much reaction, though. I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know how bad or good I it was. As far as, was did. It, did it live up to the sizzle and pop? It was bananas, right? But that was at the beginning of the pandemic. That was the start of the pandemic. Right. Everybody's locked in. Everybody watched Tiger King, right? Yes. And at that time, we were literally, everybody was locked down. There was nothing going on. Nobody could go to work. Nobody could go to school. Nobody could go to sporting events. You know, it was, you know, Everybody was just locked down, and you were just binging anything you could watch. And Tiger King was, you know, so crazy, and our world was crazy, so it fit. Well, that that's, I think, it is there was a vehicle pushing it of what do we do? We're home. Like the Jordan documentary came at a perfect time. That was huge, yeah. Remember. But th- what I'm, my point of this is it's not the Tiger King so much. It's the stuff that gets just – 
thrown at you preview. Yes. You got to watch. You got to watch it. And then it's, it stinks. But what happens is there are people who are writing about it, talking about it, that are insisting, no, 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 you got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's this great show. It's this great show. And then you look at it and you think, I just spent an hour, 30 minutes or maybe more watching this and there was nothing to it. I think that's the NFL offseason. When it's all said and done, I think this is going to be the NFL offseason where we're not going to see Russell Wilson get traded to Sean Wilson get traded. No combine. No, nothing like that. We might see Sam Darnold get traded after they take a quarterback. Like, I don't even think we're anywhere close to all. Remember, Carson Wentz, he's not even going to be the fourth or fifth quarterback to be traded on the list of stuff. Uh Uh-uh. This is like that Queen Latifah show that everybody wants you to watch, but they know damn well that it stinks. The the NFL Combine, man, I I feel bad for the players who don't get that opportunity and they have to figure out a way and and all that stuff. But to not have to see – 40 times and everything else blown so out of proportion, I'm happy. Like People go crazy. You get constant, nonstop over a guy's 40 time, over what he did in the shuttle, over what he did here, over what he did in the bench press and all that stuff. And I think we're getting to a point now where you all of those little details and all of those little times and everything else, that's going to get dated. And they're going to find new ways and different ways to which they can really look at these guys, evaluate them, and determine who's going to be a better prospect, not based on how fast he runs in a straight line at a combine and, and, and things like that. So um, it's the quarterback situation, Aton, man, it's, it's way out of proportion. It's not going to, you're not going to see all these crazy things happen. I'll be shocked. I'll be, if Russell Wilson gets traded, I'll be absolutely shocked. Yeah. What about like the Garoppolo's and cousins and cars who we were told? Remember that, Jason? Well, we, not everybody wants to go somewhere, right? Well, that's the thing. I get it how quarterbacks themselves are disgruntled and they want to remind their teams, hey, help me out, protect me, and all these other things. But we spent, I think there was like a week, Rob, where Jason, myself, Harry, and Barrett spent talking about all these other moves that were going to happen before Carson Wentz. Remember, Jay, we were like, oh, no, yep. Kirk Cousins is going to go and to San Francisco and Carr's going to go to Chicago and all these things. And now I'm like, nobody's going anywhere. Nowhere. Yeah, it's it's always built up like that, though, because the quarterback and in sports is the, you know, the, the most prominent position and people go bananas over it. And I get it. But, I mean, look, like I've always said this, you know, the NFL offseason is kind of ho-hum. You know, free agency day is is fun. The draft is fun. But other than that, like, I don't obsess on it. You know, I, I got other sports that are actually playing games and, and doing things of consequence, so I, I don't fret about it. I would rather watch, like you said, sports that are playing games. I'd rather yeah. watch a spring training game, right, while I'm down here than care about a wide receiver getting signed. And I cover the NFL, right, nationally, right. than a wide receiver who's going to get signed. And, and you know, they all the moves happen, and this guy's going to be the missing piece, and he's going to be the missing link, and he's going to take the team over the hump, and he's going to – and they fizzle. Nothing happens, right? Yeah. I do think, though, Aton, as we get closer to the draft, right, as we get closer to the draft, as we get closer first, of course – the big one is free agency March 17th, and then the league year starts there. You're going to see a little bit more movement. And then as you get closer to the draft, you'll see more movement, teams swapping picks. But as far as 15, 16 different quarterback changes, that, that can't happen. It's it's just not reasonable to think that. Yeah. Well, who's the big who's the big name 
That's hitting free agency. It's Watson. Oh, oh, hitting free agency. Watson's the big name. We're all waiting to see what Houston right. does, right? That's, really that's the big one. Yeah, Rob, I, I agree with you to an extent, but I think more so Houston is kind of waiting to see what the Jets like. I feel like the yeah. Jets are are in control of this situation so that if Watson or the Jets don't make a move like the Houston Texans don't trade Watson or the Jets don't make a move for a quarterback before the draft. Now we're sitting there speculating what we've been speculating. But I, I that's the thing where I wonder, looking at all of this that's happened and what will happen in the draft, who is the big free agent? Well, it, probably J.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Godwin, right? You look at Godwin, you look at Allen Robinson, you look at J.J. Watt, who might – he might make a decision. Uh, depends on what Dallas does with Zach Prescott, right? Yeah, AJ Green's a free agent. Wow, I, you know I didn't realize Watt was so young. I, and look, thirty-one is is not young, young on a D line, but thirty-one. He'll be thirty-two in two weeks or three weeks from now, whatever. Thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deshaun's he was like a free 34. agent. <laughs> Deshaun Watt? No, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Larry Fitzgerald, uh, I mean. Alshon will be out there soon. That's yeah. right. John and Alshon. You can get them as a tandem. All right, it's got to so be it, over for Alshon, I would think, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Wideouts always get the attention. So Alan Robinson, Chris Godwin. Godwin are going to get a But Watt, Watt, I think Jay might be right, where Watt might be the biggest name. Well, Cam. Yeah. Cam's or a free Taylor. agent. Yeah, what happened yeah. to Cam? Cam Newton. Newton. Yeah, Cam's Watt, out there. Anybody Flacco. Wants. Is a free agent at 36. <laughs> Levante David, linebacker. Brandon okay. Sheriff. Now I'm listening. Now I'm yeah, listening. There's some good names. I mean, Todd Gurley's out there. Uh, you're Will looking Fuller. at. Yeah. I, I mean, what's his name? The uh, running back um, from Tampa. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette's Fournette a free agent. Shaq Barrett. Yeah, Tampa's got, a, Tampa's got a lot of decisions to make because they got a lot of guys in that. They'll probably end up restructuring. Tom Brady, because that's what he does. He'll take lower money. He'll take less money so yep. he can bring back a couple Edmonds more. Edmonds did that. Remember? Yeah, he already structured. Oh, how about Fitz Magic, man? Fitz Magic's looking for a new team. Who would you rather have up here? Would you rather have a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick or a guy like Alex Smith? Both are going to be available. Fitz, because of the lack of. Well, because of the injury better. history with Alex Smith. Behind Jalen Hurts? Yeah, that's you know what I want. No, I, I want Nate Sudfeld because I don't want a, I don't want a quarterback who? controversy. I don't who? want anyone who can play. Who's because Nate Sudfeld? I, that's it. That's exactly, you know, I, I want to be the backup to Jalen Hurts because when Jalen goes out there and he's 6 for 21 for 115 yards with two interceptions, I don't want to have to be on the radio hearing – Put in Fitzpatrick. Put in Alex Smith. I don't care what the Eagles do this season. I don't care if they go one and fifteen. I want to see Jalen Hurts start and finish, if healthy, sixteen games, so I can make a proper evaluation on him. Don't bring in any backup with any clout. Bring in. Let's just give Nate Sudfeld another year. He, Jalen Hurts is going to be the backup because they're going to draft the quarterback <laughs> in six. <laughs> Please no. Yeah. Well, what happens then? Oh and, and, my like, gosh. Who, who else? I guess they battle it out for the job, Aton. Well, let's think of that. Let's think of this though. And you have a controversy right out of the gate for a new quarterback and a second year quarterback. What happened? Who would it be? Uh, let's say the Justin Fields. Okay, you think Fields falls to Trey Lance? No way they take Lance at six. Another can you imagine that? All right, I'll give you, I'll give you Fields. 
Justin Fields falls or is there at six. Who knows? I wouldn't even want to say falls because that assumes that there aren't five other players that you could argue. There's a lineman. There are two wide receivers. There are two other quarterbacks. You can make an argument that Fields would get to seven. What happens if Justin Fields is drafted at six, can't beat out Hurts in camp, and sits behind Hurts? Doesn't that look like a waste? Yes. Yeah, people are. If you take a quarterback at, at six, people are going to want the quarterback now. Yeah, that, well, like you did Donovan in in, in 1999. You don't want to play, but you don't have Doug Peterson here ahead of him. You got a guy who you drafted with a second round, 53rd overall pick, and that led to what ultimately being the collapse of your franchise quarterback, who's on his way out. So you did all of that to bring in Jalen Hurts, and now you think you can bring in another quarterback at six and sell it to the fan base, as in. Uh, we're, we weren't sure about Jalen Hurts. I think that's a disaster. Nobody well, else. That would be par for the course. <laughs> but think about that. As far as how you're right and dead odd scary you are that it's par for the course, no other team that needs a quarterback has the same situation like Philadelphia, where if they – like, just look at the top 15 picks. Jacksonville, Jet, the Jets might be the only other team – that has somebody, or maybe Tua, if you could argue that the Dolphins take a quarterback, maybe that's the better example, right? If Miami takes a quarterback at three, what do you, it's, it's the same level of dysfunction that you have where Tua is there and it's not his job basically because they drafted a quarterback at three. So that's what I'm trying to do is apply something outside of our bubble to our yeah. bubble. And try to that. what it would look like. It would look like total dysfunction if Miami drafted a quarterback at three, even though technically they can justify it based on what they saw out of Tua in last year. That, that's all like Miami, maybe the Jets, if they draft a quarterback and Darnold is still there at two, although Darnold would be more of a backup. You don't really have situations. Well, even where the Chargers draft. Where are the Chargers? In the teens, right? The Chargers in, in the teens, and they got Herbert. So it'd be the same as them taking a quarterback, having a guy who just came off a tremendous rookie season. And that's exactly how I look at it. Now the Eagles would, would say, well, Jalen Hurts played four games, and, and they was inconclusive, and we don't know. And when you have an opportunity to draft a franchise quarterback in the top six, and he's there, he's available, you owe it to your franchise to do that. I, I can tell you exactly what they'll say after they make that pick. I would rather see them trade down than take a quarterback at six. Trade down. Trade into the teens. Accumulate more draft capital. It's coming. You don't have – yeah. It's it happened. Uh, we got to take a quick one real quick. Uh, we'll back, wrap the hour. Jason Martinez, Rob Motti in the house. Barrett and Harry on vacation. Barrett back on Wednesday. It might pop up in the second hour. You never know here as we still have just about an hour or so to overtime. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The, the, the middle. The middle. It's you called know. the Gonza Fort Peninsula Park. Looks nice. It's a nice green space. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just looks like, you know, what's um, what's the the park in, in the middle of New York? Central, Central park? park? Central Park, yeah. Central Park, yeah. <laughs> most famous park in the world. Right. <laughs> it's probably the most famous green space on the planet. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. 
And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Oh, there's some breaking news. Yeah? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Governor Wolf uh, revised uh, the mitigation restrictions in Pennsylvania. So more people are allowed in or less? 15% of capacity for indoor, 20% for maximum, maximum capacity for outdoor. So for the Flyers, that would mean... 15% of like 22? Uh, it's about 20. coming in. So 3,000 people? Uh, for the Flyers, it would be about 2,500. Well, that's also – it's got to account for the about 400 workers that come into. Right. So yeah. – that's That was what the NFL was dealing with initially, right, Rob, where they had – it was like 500 people alone just to field a game. Yeah, including media, everything else. Right. Yeah, so about 2,500 for the Flyers and Sixers. For the Phillies, it would be about eight, that, a little over 8,000 probably. Let's do that at the top because we have a little more time there to talk about that. Okay. But why don't you come back with that? Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Harry and Barrett on vacation. Brooks is back on Wednesday. Harry, we think, he's down golfing somewhere in Florida, so he may not come back. To be honest with you, I think Joey B in the stream need odds on whether or not Harry actually physically comes back. Period. Rob yeah. has been telling me he's been coming back from Florida off and on. I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I might pop in, come back. I might pop in. That's about it. I'm not. I'm not leaving. I can't do it. See, Jason is a is a hockey, cold blooded, winter oriented individual. Yeah, you got the lightning down here, Jason. Come on, man. up here though. He Too hot down there. Yeah, seriously. Look, I love. I love the cold. Here. He got to shave the beard in Florida. Be too hot, sweltering. Yeah, drinking out because he'd be sweating so much. Yeah, no, I, I love the cold. It can't be cold enough for me. If I'm moving anywhere, it's north. <laughs> Seriously, we're we're in Florida and Philadelphia to Jason. Yeah. Philadelphia <laughs> Northeast Corridor. It's like Mexico climate to Jason. Yeah, where I'm going to move, I'm going to come here for uh to to warm up in the winter. We'll fly south to the yeah. Northeast to Maine. 
by the, by the way, real quick, just a, an odd note today. Uh, oddly enough, uh, back on March 1st of 1973, one of the most iconic albums was released. Do you know what it March is? March 1st, 1973. Yes. Um, let's give us one hint without giving it away. Is it? I don't Zach think any Green? album was on the Billboard charts longer or more often than this one. 1973. Zeppelin. I was nope. going to say something with Zeppelin too, but maybe yeah. it's bigger. So, uh, too late for the Beatles. Too. A Rolling Stones. Oh yes, yeah, too early for the Stones. Oh, 73s, right in there. In that. It was on the Billboard top uh, charts for 958 weeks. Ron, do you know? We assume Ron is there. <laughs> He's not listening. No, he. Well, I'm, no, deep, sorry, I'm technical difficulties. Oh, no problem. We just assumed that it was you, know, you were doing one of like your nine other jobs. This is at the bottom of it. Do you know what, Jason? No, I was just bagging groceries. What do you need me for? Well, Jason, <laughs> ask him because Rob and I have no idea. It, well, this album was released on 1973. It no album has been on the Billboard charts more weeks than it. Over 900 weeks, 958 weeks on the Billboard Top 200 chart since it's released uh, 48 years ago today. What's the genre of music? Rock. Black Sabbath. No. Queen. Metallica. Nope. Come on, guys. Well, what Dark, is we Dark got Side of the Moon from Pink Floyd. Oh, we got breaking news. We're back. Dark Side of the Moon. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right, so 2,500 max, you think? Or how many fans for Flyers game and Sixers About 2,100. I mean, they're going to bring in about 400 workers, building workers. So it'll be about 2,100 fans. Do you think that even makes a difference? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, indoors. 1,500 will be yelling shoot on the power play. Yeah, through a mask. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it does. I think it's you do? I, and I, I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know. I, I players, think players will tell you it makes a difference. Players will tell you they hear. I need to know what they tell you off the record. I need to know what they tell you on the podcast, Jason, when they know that you're not recording anymore or when Marty's microphone goes off and it's just you guys BSing. You know, it's you and Doug. Or now, they want him back because harder. they're like, Rob, you've been in the buildings for games. I have as well. I do all the Flyers home games in the building and there's no fans there. And it is weird because you, you've been in those buildings, in those environments when the crazies are there and it's nuts. And when they're not there, it there's it's, it's a depressing feeling. Uh, it's it's because you, you're watching the same game, but you don't have the same atmosphere and without that part of the atmosphere, it's like, wow, this is really kind of sterile. You know I what really I mean? Think, yeah, I really think they get it. They get some, they feed off the energy, mm -hmm. right? 
And we talk, it sounds cliche, but when, when you have a, a building, whether it's 5,000, 2,000, 10,000, and they're cheering and they're rocking and they're getting into it, I think it gives guys a little bit of a momentum boost and, and an adrenaline boost, and it helps them a little bit. Yep, I agree. Uh, so it, it, they do, like, being down here and talking to the players about, oh, you're going to have some potential for fans on opening day. They want it. They want to see fans in there. And, and guys like some guys who are showmen, right? Bryce Harper is a showman. Yep. They, they enjoy that. They relish that opportunity. Yeah, and yeah. Sure. I mean, think yeah. about it like just moments in games where something a, a momentum swinging play can happen, like a home run in baseball, a thunder jam by Embiid on a great like pivot and, you know, 360 spin to the basket dunk or like a huge hit in hockey or a big goal. And when that when that moment also comes with the energy of the response of the fans, it's even more heightened how it can hype you up. Right. So I, I think when we extract the positives of this, there are clearly an overwhelming amount of it. But financial the, too. Well, well, think about it. We also live in an environment here in this city where if you screw up or don't live up to expected or based expectations, you don't just get booed. It's a constant. I wonder how many people we have on our teams right now, Sixers, Flyers, Eagles even beforehand, and the Phillies to come who actually play better without just the threat of that around them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't tell me that there are athletes who are no, not. You're right. you're right. You're right. Because, you know, like Rob, you guys said, like at a Flyers game, they're on the power play yelling, shoot. shoot not right. that the players listen to that. They don't. <laughs> but it can get more frustrating when you're playing poorly in front of your fans and you start pressing to appease the mass and because you're getting booed. And th that's just human nature. You try and appease the 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 people that are there to be entertained. Yeah. So you feel an obligation to entertain when they're right there with you. And in the right. Eagles game, they piped in booze when they had no fans, and they and the Eagles went three and out like four times in a row. They actually piped in the booze out to make it seem like it was a normal home game. Because that's how poorly they were playing, and, and guys were like laughing about it. Going, that that was the first thing that actually made made us that day when we're having a terrible opening first quarter, second quarter, made us feel like all right, things can get back on track because now we're hearing booze and fans aren't even here. Isn't that bizarre though, like yeah. the Flyers or Sixers, you think they would do that? I, I, I have they, they have, do that? yeah. They really? have I don't know about booze. They have booze in there, but I, I haven't heard them for their own play. But they've been pretty. Well, both those teams are pretty good at home. <laughs> Hart gives true. up a goal, you know, no. like eight seconds left in the second period, and it's a, a awful goal off a bad rebound that he should have just snatched up. And they're not pumping in booze. You suck. Put in moose. No, no, they're not doing that. <laughs> that's huh? what the Eagles were doing, though. That, that's what they did. Yeah, I, I forget which game. Isn't it was, that sick? I, I, I think that would be great league-wide. More teams should have done that to make you feel like, hey, you're really playing a home game right now. It's like the boo button on the bubble hockey game. Remember, you could hit the boo button. <laughs> yeah, you would have that like that really thick Delco. Eh, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, a bum. <laughs> I, I, love okay. I love that bubble hockey, man. Who was your go-to team? We had my, me and my brother had a. It was an Edmonton versus a New York Islanders. 
Wow. Oh, you yeah. had the rod hockey, the home yeah, one? Yeah, the rod hockey, yeah. yeah. yeah well, I, I thought it was that. just USA versus Russia. That, no, that's had, the bubble hockey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had the rod one at home. It was yeah. Tabletop. Yep. And you could you could get off a snapper in that game, too. Woo! You kill your fingertips on those little grip things, though, the little rod. Curry, Anderson, Gretzky line. Woo! Yeah, that's a good one. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle. Yeah, Wayne was pretty good. Breaking news. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We have Rob Motti from the Associated Press. We have Jason Martinez in the house as well. The two of us, three of us, pardon me, and maybe Barrett, Harry, not sure yet. The odds were set on the stream about Barrett or Harry checking in. I think it's a major long shot that we hear from Mays. And if we hear from Barrett, it's most likely going to be on a boat somewhere. So I can't imagine that the connection is going to be anything other than choppy, just like the waves out there off the coast. We, hey, By the way, real quick, did you yeah, see yeah, Gabe, yeah. Gabe Kapler's tweet this weekend? Yeah, I wanted to get into that. Because is Haikyuu? Is Haikyuu? Is that what that was? Do you yeah, have it? I have it in front of me. All right, oh my now, you want me to read it? I'll, I'll yeah, read it as yeah, Gabe. Just do it do real quick, though. Okay, I'll do, I'll do that again. Yeah, Com- because- it says, competition time. Stressors can petrify or they can elevate. And when games begin... Bloom is off the rose sometimes. Plant food, other times. Oh my! There you go, brother. I, it, I added the oh my. What? what first off, what the what heck? Is, this is the same guy who admitted to chewing, then spitting out ice cream, yes. like it was tobacco. I'm taking. I'm uh, in an effort to keep my uh, figure eight on. Ooh. Now, look, Rob Motti's not a figure. You're telling me that he... Yeah, does- but Gabe, Gabe made me feel bad about myself, man. Yeah. Gabe was the first manager or coach I ever covered who was in better shape. Like, I would go in there, and I'd leave. And you know how they sell? They have, not sell. They give it. They have press box. They scream in a press box. It's Citizens Bank Park. Uh, yeah, they have great food, but everybody talks about the, the ice cream at CBP. Well, because of Gabe and having to sit in and stare at him for 30 minutes a day, I, didn't, I went the entire season without getting ice cream. Ooh, you didn't have a chocolate eclair. No, it made me feel bad about myself. Man. I'm a big there, fan of the strawberry shortcake. Double dunker. You ever have a double dunker? A oh, big, yeah. Yeah, we, like, we had Chip Kelly. Oh, we had some Rich Kotite. We've had some really strange, just bad, Andy. like weird individuals here. Gabe Kapler has to be the strangest of them all. He's deep. He's a deep thinker. I don't know what he's thinking about all the time. Or we could just say, he's bananas. I think he is. He probably eats a lot of bananas, too. It's probably part of it. I think on a different different plane. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Oh, my God. There you go. Uh Uh-oh. Look at this. Barrett joining from the water on a boat is plus 12,500. And look who just popped in. Now, he's not on the water. No, no, no. Um, I did that yesterday, but I didn't bring my phone, so I'm sorry, guys. Oh my! I didn't want to get wet. We were we were individual boats. Well, we're individual boat here anyway. Yesterday, so you're fine. You're safe. Well, you had to get an individual <laughs> boat to keep you afloat, big man. Yeah, man. You know, you don't need. I don't need too many, man. I, I like my life in my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> now. This is what we can – Rob is in Florida. Marty, what's up, baby? What's up, man? I'm in Indian Rock Beach. Where you at, man? 
He's in Puerto Rico. I, I'm in uh, I'm in I'm in I'm in PR. I'm in Puerto Rico. Oh, uh, this okay. is called Ponzi or something like that. Okay. Can you swim? Oh, I can't. I can't swim, so I'm terrified of deep water. I, I, you know, I'm one of the few black people who know how to swim, bro. You know, we usually don't like water, bro, but I, we can swim. I can't. My kids, I, can't. I can't. I can't do it. We are, but well, how, what's the weather like out, out there where you're at? 80, 79. Eight. Oh, you're good, man. Like me, man. It's, it's like 86 here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, doing, good in, here. I'm doing good in a three-foot section. I'm, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a big baby. I always well, thought it was I'm, funny I'm, that guys are really that guys some guys that are really fit and athletes that they can't swim. Uh, well, it was out of necessity for me because I went fishing. I go fishing my you know been fishing my whole life. So my pop said if you fall over, you need to know. So he threw me over, and that's how I learned. Is that right? Survival. Uh, yes, sir. Swimmer threw you over. Said, All right, son, you're on the sink swim. Right, exactly. But look, I got I got the beautiful young ladies. Poolside, you check them out. That's wifey. Yeah. What's up, boss lady? She said, "What's up, boss lady?" And and excuse me. Who is that? That's my oldest daughter. She's thirty years old. Can you believe that? Yeah. This is my show. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's up? You got a thirty-year-old man? I didn't think. Thirty. Yes, 30? yes. My 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 wife is old. Thirty years old. Wow. She is very old. Would you have that kid when you were nine? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm really older than what you guys think, man. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm me and me, me and Harry are, are knocking at the door with each other, bro. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying too. myself, guys. I got well, the infused, of course. Yeah, exactly. Course. See, that's what people want to know: is how many shots you've done already, what you're drinking, if it's infused with something. Oh, look at that! He just got out. Yeah, he said I had enough of you guys. All of a sip, I'm gone. You know this that hinge setup reminds me of this show that I'm sh I'm gonna bet money that Rob Motti knows the show I'm talking about. Gonna bet money. Here he is. He's back. Hold on, Barrett. This da, na, 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 na. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Oh yeah. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. There's no time difference. It's still 12-12 on the East Coast. East Coast time is in Puerto Rico, where Barrett Brooks is now joining us. So just the fact that it's afternoon doesn't mean that he wasn't already fully infused with whatever he's been drinking, man. But here's Barrett Brooks. We've been waiting for you to check in. You see Rob Bodies in the house. Jason Martinez is in the house. So the show is in good hands, my friend. But... You look I like see, I see. Both you and Marty are on this vacation trip, hanging with us. Well, you know what? I had to come back at least, you know, let you guys know I'm here, number one. Number two, man, I I, I needed this break. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was it was a much-needed break. You know, figuring what we went through this season, all this Carson Wentz jargon we went through, and then, you know, with the Eagles, you know, going to be what? At, at a, about a $60 million deficit as far as, you know, cap room. I needed something to stop, cool down, and, 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 and get us going in the right direction. You know? So next week, I'm going to start breaking down uh, – well, this week, I'm going to start breaking down possible landing spaces that uh, people might come here and where our guys might go. So we're, we're going to get it going once I get back. I'll be back-focused and ready to rock and roll. Um, I'm, I'm going to go fishing later on today to finish this old vacation out, and then I'll be good. How about both you and, and the other football guy on the show start breaking down sites on the beach? 
You know, like well, that's, that's what I'm nice. You know, you get us like a, a 30 seconds going on. You can break that down. We'll put it right up there. Uh-oh. You never lie. You know what, man? I was at Old San Juan. Unbelievable, man. That's in fact, I, got, I, might, I might buy a crib out here, man. I might buy a house out here. When I, so when I retire, kick all my kids out, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and come on down to Puerto Rico. Harry's not coming back. He's playing golf somewhere near Jupiter. Rob Motti has been lying to us over the last three months or six months about him coming back and forth to Philly. I think he lives now in Florida. Harry, right. I guarantee you will win. I guarantee you've already at the very least you've sent a text for email. You got to drop that. That wins too much. Is it? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I actually have. I've talked to a realtor. I've, I've actually looked at a property also, so just to let you know. Told you. I'm in the same it. neighborhood. I knew it. I mean, Barrett it's beautiful like, out here, man. Barrett looks Which like a uh, television show, Summer House. Right, right. That's what it is. You know, Russell is. I'll come back and do TV, but hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I could be, I could do radio from down here all the time. So, you know, it works out perfectly that the middle would be probably my, 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 um, my landing spot or where they could see me every day. And then I just fly back to do TV. We need to know how many fish you caught yesterday and what type of fish, because there are people I, are betting this. You know what? I have caught nothing. I had a fish. Well, my cousin had a fish. We're reeling it in to get stuck in the reef. It's been really windy out here, so it's really hard to get your line out where you need to get it. So the wind is really, you know, very counterintuitive to what we need to do as far as getting fishing. But I have no excuses. In about about an hour from now, an hour and a half from now, I'm going to go try it again. Uh, I'm going to do it from the shore this time. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I'm going to do surf fishing. I'm going to use shrimp and, and squid as bait. So that should work out a lot better than using lures down here. Mm. I guess I didn't have the proper bait for them. Yeah, you, you're talking over me and Marty's head. So this is a, a Mertitis. Hey, got to get in there and get waist deep in that water and get a nice sinker, a heavy sinker, and hum that sucker out there. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's the game plan. That's the exact game plan, man. So fish from the bottom. That way I know to get to where the fish are supposed to be, have enough weight that it'll stay where it's supposed to be, and then I know I'll catch something. Well, here's the other thing. For- I, I- I, you going in waist deep would be me going in over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. It kicked my ass yesterday because the waves were so big, man. It's like people were surfing in the water. So that's how big the waves were. Nice. And I got knocked on my butt a couple times, bro. I mean, sand everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Water does not give one-tenth of one you-know-what that you played in the NFL. <laughs> Absolutely not. It, it played me. Care. I mean, I was out there for about an hour, and I was so tired. It's just too bad, man. I mean, it was so it was so windy and and, and the waves were so hot. It, it was knocking me down that I went home and slept like a baby when I got home, man. That's how bad it was, bro. Outdoor shower before the nap? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, how drunk are you right now? I'm not three sheets to the wind, or my say three shades to the wind. I'm, I'm sitting right about one and a half. Okay. Right oh, about okay. one and a half. You got to sustain that until until the sun goes down. Then you go right to the three sheets. There, there's, I mean, there's no way that I possibly not be. I mean, there's so much liquor in there. There's no way that I will be get to three uh, before five o'clock. I mean, I, no, I don't get to three before five o'clock. I'll be there at five o'clock, bro. Yeah. That's, that's when you really need to see me on the show. You know what I mean? Cool. <laughs> come back in like 30 minutes. Drink as much as you can. And then come back and. That's how you are. 
That's that's exactly what I'll do. Exactly what I'll do, guys. Well, hey, I'll check back in about 30 minutes, all right? Just Later. Make sure you keep pounding that vodka. Cheers to my infusion. <laughs> all right, fellas. All right, Barrett. That's ridiculous. He's got a lot of drinks and no fish. You're making me thirsty. Yeah. Unbelievable. Barrett body surfs after 12 cocktails. That's right, Joey B. He's out there. You you don't know that house, that, that show Summer House, Rob? I thought you might be up on that. Who? It's no. one of these new reality shows my wife watches, so I, I got I, I, watching I, this episode. I never watch. No, I, ne I don't watch reality TV. I didn't even watch it when I was on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I bring it up yeah, with a reality yeah. TV star, you and your wife. Yeah, no, I didn't even watch it then, man. I, I TV's hard to get to catch up to, Okay, especially when you're here. The reason why I bring it up is because I think we're in this new era of reality television show. The show is on Bravo. Joey B mentioned it. And it's like there are, I don't know, five guys, five girls, right? They're in this house in the Hamptons. And it's a reality show about them living in the house. It's not a survivor. You don't get kicked out or anything like that. But it's all this drama, manufactured, heavy produced drama in the house. And what I've realized is I don't know who anyone is. I don't recognize a soul. I don't recognize a name. It's not like Vanderpump even where you can Google and it comes up like this huge thing. It's definitely not a Kardashian. It's gotten to the point where it used to be, hey, let's put a camera around famous people to let's find interesting people that we can put a camera around to now it's just like. Let's find people that are a mess. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it because they're not even anything. Like Rob, Rob, you were in a person, you were a personality before you went on to reality television. You were somebody involved in sports media. You were on television. You were doing a lot of different things, granted, in sports. These people here are basically have just been picked out of a casting area and now they're the next crew on a reality show. And I'm like, isn't part of reality television? caring about the people enough to keep coming back and what like caring about what Kim Kardashian or whatever the Vanderpump's going to do next. These are people that aren't even famous. For yeah, but, but remember the Jersey shore cast. What were they? Before yeah. they right. Nobody, they were, that's what reality. The real world was the one that started it all. Right. Yeah. And nobody knew who anybody was on the real world. It was real Not people, outside, but they were people that were still, you're right to an extent, Jay, but if you go back and look like Heather B and Eric Neves and some of the, they were working, they were acting and they were working, like doing somewhat stuff. Now you're right. They weren't discovered fully yet. And they yeah. blew up off of it. And I guess maybe that's more of the case. What you're saying is that these are just actors that found their way onto a show. No, I mean like these shows, they're, they're everyday people. I, you know, there's casting calls and they go out and they and they yeah. find people and they put together a cast for the show, knowing that we have to have, you know, some some conflict. We have to have some, you know, interesting backstory and all of that stuff. Yeah. So they cast these shows, but they are everyday people. Nobody knows who they are when the show starts. Like Based nobody who, knew who, who's willing to be crazy. You know? Yeah, they never knew. Nobody knew who Puck was on the, on the real world before Puck was on the real world. Well, that was, that was a real name. That was for real. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he like, was sure yeah, they were in the second acting. season. Yeah, but was maybe I was doing like some dog commercial, like Alpo commercial, or something along those lines. No, uh, the, some of these people know. I mean, he was a bike courier. <laughs> you know what I mean? He so wasn't. I, I, 
He had nothing to do with hockey. His name was Puck, and he had nothing to do with hockey? No. no. You ever saw that guy? He, he, the last thing you would associate with. He I'm like, the head with a puck. I'm, yeah. I'm about to Google Puck, see what comes up. The best was the, the first one. Well, wasn't there a real world? I remember there was a real world that came to Philadelphia. Yeah, it was right. And, it was right at Fourth and Arch Street in the yeah, old bank building there. Yes, the bank building. And yeah. I remember because at the time I was living in a part of the city called Rittenhouse, that area, like a little north of Rittenhouse. And I remember walking down in that area of old, old city, city. Where yep. was talking about and they were just getting heckled. Yep. Completely, I, like just you saw I saw him all the time. I, li I lived in Old City at the time at Front and Arch, so there was a, there's a market there called Mulberry Market right at Third and Fourth and Arch where I used to go to all the time, and they you'd see them in there all the time because it was right across the street. It was a little like Asian market. You could buy food and they had sandwiches and stuff you could order and take out. And yeah, they'd they'd be walking around all the time, and they got heckled in every bar they went to. Everywhere. Look yep. now, I'm I'm curious. What would this summer house look like here we got mertitas Marty, john mcmullen <laughs> has just joined <laughs> me we can add harry and barrett all right now it, it's not like the typical because we're all we're all married so you can't talk about it like a typical reality show it's just all of us in the house now there'd be visual the visual of it would be rob would have like a bench a bunch of dumbbells you know <laughs> some uh you know some stretch bands i got uh, the bands yeah Aton's room would always be foggy for obvious reasons. <laughs> My room would definitely have like a bubble hockey or something in it. A bubble hockey, right? And, and you'd John's have like room. All that crap on the wall behind you. You'd bring that yeah, from exactly. home. Yeah, I mean, you got to have your masks. You got to have the mask collection proudly displayed on the wall. So, what about John? I got to have all my wife's stuff. That's You're not you going to bring that stuff. for <laughs> I have to. House. I can't. You got to have a, a blackboard doing X's and O's for the There we go. Place. I don't know. Good I to see you, Rob. Good to see you. Where are you? Spring What's training? Up, yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? You think he's back <laughs> here in this awful climate? Yeah. My I've, been, I've been in Philly eight days in the last 365. <laughs> Sheesh. So who would be, like, think about that. You've got Barrett as well. And Harry, I could see John. I could see John making a business decision and being, you know how there's always in these reality shows, there's the, it's usually like the, the guy or girl who doesn't have like the real job, the podcaster or what have you. None of us have real jobs. That's what I'm saying. But I could see John being in his room to like 1230, one o'clock in the afternoon, not wanting to come out and deal with all of us. And oh, of course. like, no you know, question. you'd have the camera in the room where it's dark and it's like the infrared looking when they're, you know, the lights are out and John's just on his phone and the outside it's, it's Harry yelling at me. I told you to clean that damn bowl up. And John's just like, <laughs> who would shake my back in the room? That's what I need to know. Because if I'm going to room with, like, you know, a couple every two weeks, I need my no. back shaved. Who's, no? no? Aton? No? <laughs> we go back 16 years, Aton, no? No. Yeah, that, that, that's all you, Aton. That's all you. I'm not shaving. Can you, you get me the man groomer so I can do it by myself? I have one of those, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. But, but sometimes, you know what they do? They scratch up your back, and it makes it look like you got these, like, claw marks on your back if it gets a little... That's you got to oil it up a little bit. Yeah. If yeah. Uh, the wife ever sees that shirt off. I, 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 make, I make sure she knows when I'm in there doing it. I'm telling her, look, you see that right there? It just happened. 
All right, we got to take a quick break. It's like here. when I worked in rock radio and I came up with glitter all over me. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> My wife, this was before we were married. Why is there glitter all over you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I may have been at the club. Yeah. <laughs> Might have got a little close. You know, that stuff. I smell friends. like perfume. Right. One, one sneeze and that glitter goes. Trust me. All right, quick break. We're back. John McMullen's in the house as well. Final 35 or so here. It's the middlephillyvoice.com. Barrett might check back in. Let's see how roasted he is when he checks back in. John, you missed a pretty buzzed up Barrett Brooks checking in from Puerto Rico. So we'll get, I'm sure, him before we get out of here. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Yeah, man. Barrett. (laughs) Barrett's in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Everybody's on vacation. I know. South Jersey's not a vacation. Trust me. Not this time of year. That's Puck right there. Yeah. Oh, Puck. Yeah. Jeez, this guy. Yeah, it was you real sure well he didn't do anything? He's 52 Positive. now. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he made it to 52, to be honest. Yeah, you remember Puck, right, John? Oh, yeah. I remember Puck. Yeah, I mean, he was. What was the show? What was it? Real World San real Francisco. World. It was the second season. Second, yeah. yeah. Real World New York was the first one. And San Francisco was the second. The first one, I mean, that dude, Eric, wouldn't have been a bad. He just, he tried so hard. Yeah. In real life, like once he got out of there. Heather B actually was a pretty good rapper. She had a, she had a single that, that sold pretty well. And she was a pretty good rapper. I don't know what she's doing now. Uh, here's Who's a that? shot. Puck in jail. Who? Puck in jail. Shot. Yeah. Is yeah. he in jail for it? I, know, this was, I don't know when it was. It's just some point. But it looks later in his life. So he looks like he's in his 40s, late 40s when he was arrested. Was anybody on this that did anything else besides? Well, you know, remember the big reality star in Pennsylvania was Jervis from the first season of Survivor. Jervis Peterson, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah. Was Jersey dude. Yep. First season of Survivor. Really? Yep. Dying out here. Who's the guy who won it? Richard, right? Like, yeah, Richard. Um, I forget his last. And then he went to he went to jail for tax evasion on the winnings. Seriously? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so how does that work? They cut you the the gross, and then you have to pay the tax back. They don't already take it out like a paycheck. No, they pay you like a they pay you like 10 a ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Yeah. 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 You're not and the fact that you just made a million dollars winning the show publicly, and then you don't pay taxes on it's a bit of a red flag, huh? Yeah, and I mean the taxes alone back then probably had to be at least a third of it, right? Yeah, I would think at least like thirty percent because it's a you're in a high income tax bracket then. Right. I mean it's yeah. grown now. Now, excuse me. Now I probably have to pay forty, forty five. <clears throat> yeah. Right. A guy who um, this guy Stat Quo is a rapper now, more of an entrepreneur, and we share a mutual friend, and and he, like fifteen years ago or whatever, bought. 20,000 shares or so of, of this Bitcoin and forgot wow. about and now went back to open up a new account. And they're like, sir, you have an account open and it's grown and grown. And it was like $350 million that he made. Dude, he took home a mil- hundred million. Holy good. After taxes. Now he's, he's making money. So he's in a high tax group, but that yeah. put him over <laughs> to where he had to pay. And he took home a hundred now, hundred million. Great. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Easy. Windfall right there. Well, can you believe that though? Two hundred fifty million to the government. Gotta get my vaccine ready. 
Good sign that fans are coming back in uh, other cities as well, Vegas. Yeah. To the middle. 15%. Radio Network. Presented by Get Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So Rob Motti has to recuse himself from this question. Jason Martinez, John McMullen, Rob Motti. It's a busy show, including Barrett Brooks, who checked in. We'll see if he comes back maybe in the next 15 minutes or so. At Jason Mert, M-Y-R-T, at Rob Motti, two A's, two D's, and at J.F. McMullen. So you follow all three of them. Rob has to recuse himself because he is a reality TV star. And yes. Like, seriously, and not even to joke about it. I know we kid and, and rib him about it because we're his buddies and all, but he is. I mean, he and his wife are respected in that community. Who is the most famous person? And rightfully so, because I've seen that show and it was, it was good. Who is the most famous person to come out of a reality television show? Me, the only caveat is that <clears throat> Not famous beforehand. So Kardashians, Vanderpump, all of that stuff. Uh-uh. You have to be someone like Puck, like Snooky. You have to be. What about like? Well, what it, about like American Idol? Aren't yeah, you Carrie Underwood. Like Kelly, Carrie, Kelly Clarkson, somebody, Carrie Underwood. That's why I yeah. asked the question. Because yeah. yeah, I, I mean, was, those are reality uh, shows. Uh, yeah, Ruben yeah. Stuttered, right? Who's a, who's a guy? Snooky. Yep. No, no Snooky. No. Well, I don't know. You tell me, Rob. <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to be the Snooky Stan on the, on the next 10 minutes? Where's that guy that used to call Anthony on IP all the time? <laughs> the situation, uh, what was his name? Mike Sortino. Yeah. Uh, he he got to do one of the Comedy Central roasts. He was the worst roaster yeah. I've ever seen in my life. He was sure just I, awful. Is Cardi B, Did she? was she birthed from a reality show? I thought really? it was a, a dancer. I didn't know. A back did not know that. Rapper that was discovered on tour. Hmm. The Miz. Is he also from? Yeah. yeah. Miz. The Miz is a real world road rules challenge guy. He's a wrestler, right? Yeah. Yeah. The world champion. Come on. Yeah. Man. Get on that. Sorry. Sorry. Well, who, was the, who was the girl that was on like Good Morning America? Uh, uh, yeah, and she married uh, a Hasselback, Elizabeth Hasselback. Yeah. Um, wait, what there reality? Was a, there was a there was a real world girl who did a uh, like Survive. a first take type of thing, like a talk show. Kit, Kit, or something. Kit. Anybody remember Kit? Yeah, not not the first word you said. That no. was, <laughs> I don't. I think. What was it, the first? What was the first word? It was an unfortunate slip. <laughs> I don't think it was, but for another K I T. Yeah, Kit. I remember she was on Cold Pizza. There we go. That's what the show was called. Cold yeah. Pizza. She wasn't fa- like Snooky Dwarfs Kit, right? Well, yeah. I'm saying in the sports world, at least we're doing no, no, a sports show. Us, us, uh, you know. Well, you know, Hasselbeck is a pretty damn good one, and Ron Culver reminds us that she won off Survivor. Well, yeah, she was in Survivor. Yeah, she was in Survivor. She died. She didn't win it. I don't believe, but. And she went from Survivor to Good Morning America? Well, she had some stops in between, but yeah, she ended up on like one of those morning, I don't know if it was Good Morning America or Today or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Global superstars. Everybody. If you're going to count, yeah, if you're going to count American Idol, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. More, uh, yeah, Rob seems disappointed that we found somebody more popular than Snooki. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even the most popular on that show. Like, what is she doing now? 
At least yeah. another one's doing stuff. That they just had something that was they had like new programming that was on just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was awful. They rented yeah. out a, a hotel, and it's on the same channel as this summer. Or they're all promoting the same crap. So I saw I saw a bunch of previews for it. Well, the, I, I would tell because my wife watches all that Bravo stuff, the Real Housewives of Camden, whatever, right? And I, think Camden has- I come into the bedroom at night, like <laughs> if I walk in. I walk in the room like to take off my shoes after like getting done work from a Flyers game and it wakes her up, but she's sleeping and the TV's on and these women are banged up. They're buckled, just screaming at each other, you know, and Teresa, whatever that one is from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, they're they're going nuts and that doesn't wake her up. But I come in and like untie a shoelace and she's like, oh, you're waking me up. I'm like, you're falling asleep to this crap. (laughs) You know what's crazy about that too, Jason, is you hear one bleep on any type of show like any sports related thing even if it's like if it slips by like the s word or whatever slips by in a live broadcast and everybody flips out flips out i'm down here sleeping the other night it, it passed out on the couch watching the office and she my wife's upstairs watching one of these shows every uh, i couldn't even make out what they were saying bleep, 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 yeah. bleep. You I, i'll give you some inside info though sometimes they will bleep out things that don't just don't aren't uh, warranted they they make it seem as if like I, I could say you're freaking beautiful and they'll bleep out just to make it sound like I cursed like you, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Ah. They, they they piped in there there was a scene that I had to do and they wanted me to throw I threw this chair and I couldn't break the glass table. It just didn't break every time I threw the chair after nine times of throwing this chair, it did not break the glass table. They finally said we'll just use sound effects and make it sound like you broke the glass table. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Rob, Rob is breaking news here. Reality television isn't reality. Shocker. It ain't, re- it ain't no. real, guys. Right. What's the most ridiculous, outlandish thing they, they had you do on your show? Oh, man. Oh, lie in a coffin? Yeah, we had a lie in a coffin, pretend it was our – we were dead. And, and it, that was that was like sad. It was like yeah. – I, I, I refused I wouldn't to do, do that. it. Yeah, it was sad. It, it was like lying in a coffin and have like your 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 wife speak to you as if you died. And I'm like, this is this is Ooh. nuts. Yeah. Then we had a scene where we were getting shot by paintballs, right? And and that stuff, like if you've been shot by a paintball gun, that hurts. It's not yeah, it hurts. And I, I refused to let my wife get shot. I was like, I'm not letting you guys people. What shoot are we doing here? Like, I'm like, shoot me, but don't shoot her. This is nuts. I don't want her getting shot because they were supposed to shoot at whoever was like whoever you didn't like the most or whatever. And people are shooting at you, and I was like taking bullets for my wife and. Look at you. you! You you're all you. You're killing plays. Producers yeah. fall into play, and you're yeah. killing. Kill, kill. <laughs> and you know I can't swim. I just said that to Barrett. There was a scene where I had to dive into, and it, it wasn't that deep, but it was like the six foot end of the pool. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, I can't swim. I'm afraid to be underwater. Like you can stand in it. I'm like, no, I'm five ten, and I can't stand in it. So I refused to do it. I was like, this is what you're doing. I walked into the pool, the three foot section, jumped up and down. I said, capture that image, and that's it. You're done. All right, perfect time to end because wow. we're back in three. <laughs> McMullen, Monty, Martinez, a lot of M's in the house. That is amazing. Amazing. All right, we're back. Give me 60. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Got my first QVC thing on Wednesday. Training. Hey, hey I just see this uh, re- this thing that John Clark tweeted out. John and and Rob, uh, he says there's a quote in it that says, Jalen Hurts remains and Mariota and Carson Wentz are rep by the same agency. One prominent league source said to keep an eye on the Eagles if Mariota is traded or released. Well, remember we <clears throat> talked about that uh, Ooh, with John and you. Rob wasn't here. <clears throat> But it was like right at that point of getting in the Carson trade fatigue. Mm-hmm. And we were like, look, the, the Eagles are probably better off just trading Carson and getting a guy like Mariota back. We had like a full-on conversation about that. Yeah. Well, uh, Marcus has a lot of, had a lot of interest around the league. But uh, if you think about his price tag and and you realize the Raiders are going to have to move on, I think a lot of people are waiting for him to get released hmm. rather than trade for him. So they're trying to probably drum up a little interest. Uh, I, ultimately, I think, look, he's going to be valued, but I think people are going to wait until he's on the street, and understandably so. That makes the most sense for anybody, to be honest. You're going to hear – you're going to hear – agents tell everybody that yeah. every team is interested in their player. That's what happens now. Yeah. And then and here's, what, here's what I hate. <clears throat> when, when people use an agent and say a league source, right? That's a not league source is not a, 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 an agent is not a league source. He's paid right. by the player. He's not paid by the NFL. The NFL hates when that happens, when you hear league source this and league source that. The only league sources work at Park Avenue in New York. They're, they're not these agents. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Actually, it's Rob Motti, John McMullen, and Jason Mertitis at Jason Mert, Rob Motti. JF McMullen at Shander Show, all of us on Twitter. We can't let Jay get out of here without giving us a game or two to look at tonight. And I already have eyes. Uh, I can't believe everybody on the planet has been pouring money on the Sixers tonight. So I'll give you an NBA look or two before we get out of here. There's some college basketball that's going to start in 20 minutes. So everybody can race on out of here at 1 o'clock and sit down for that really super exciting, highly anticipated Western Kentucky-Florida International game. Oh. This is, I'm telling you, we're getting ready for conference tournaments. 
Can't we're getting ready for the March big thing in March. You know, they're still having that, by the way, just so you know about that. We're still having the March match. Great betting month, man. Really, you've got a lot of things winding down. Playoff, I love betting playoff races, right? Where you know you've got teams, and it's a little more difficult in the pros, but college, for example, there are teams right now that they've given up. Florida International at 9-16 and 16 right now, they're, they're done. Yeah, they so nothing to play for. St. Joe's is three and fourteen on the year. They're in Richmond today. Richmond's still playing, still trying to get out of that conference, still trying for a bid. St. Joe's, no, like you know, teams right now are definitively Rutgers, for example. That's another one closer to us. Rutgers was there about ten days ago, maybe two weeks ago. They're they're cooked. They're shot. Nobody, and that's what I love about college down the stretch, is that you can identify teams right now that are cooked, and why not? Take advantage of it. That's all. Just to look at it. Now, here's a here's a little betting advice too. If you have a formula or a plan or approach, stick to it and carry it out till the end. Like I in the NFL regular season, I was 15 and 20 under 500. I sucked. I was terrible, but I stuck with it. And in the, in the playoffs, I went 10 and up. Look at that. So so if, if I was after the regular season, I just took my losses. It was like all right, forget it. Packed it up. It's a bad year. Ended up on a good note. Wait a second. What is this system? This these signals you have that you went ten and zero. You care to share? Well, one of them is bet Brady every time. He's per- <laughs> your predicto thing, Aton. Yeah. <laughs> Mister this, Predicto. This is this is basically what I have. Will the Sixers cover the four and a half tonight? This is basically what what I'm reduced to. The answer is unclear. Try oh. what? There we go. What does that mean? That I have to wait a couple of hours and let more money come in on the market? This is <laughs> our like this is the our, can uh, down the road. Betting like in on the program. That, that would have done better than my 15 and 20. Yes, seriously. Yeah. I just listened to the Philly Godfather. You know that, Aton. Yeah, I, I get it, you know, but I feel bad after a while. Just keep hitting them up, you know? It's like, otherwise, I'm going to have to pay I don't feel bad. Oh, okay. I don't feel uh, bad at making, all. Your bank account don't feel bad. Yeah. Well... <laughs> No, but it's about using the assets you have to make coin. This is a business. It's not personal. Uh, it's business. No, it's not. It's not. The the one thing that I to Rob's 10 and 0, the one thing that I'm pretty happy about that we stumbled upon, it really is just stumbling upon in the NBA. And, and this thing, it hits Saturday, it hits Sunday, it's going to hit. It may not be all three teams on the same day, although Saturday it was two of the three teams, both teams playing. As you remember the Cavs. We're here in Philadelphia, but there seem to be three teams in the NBA that nobody gives a rat's behind about playing. And on top of which, don't really get up to play until the second or even the the third quarter. And that's Detroit, Minnesota and Cleveland. So what I've been doing is I've been taking those three teams more so than not routinely to win the first quarter spread or money line and the difference of course is you don't have the tie that will bite you in the ass in the nhl so what you've seen even now especially on the road for example minnesota's like six or seven uh games above 500 against the spread on the road in the first quarter because nobody cares nobody gets up to play minnesota so no emotion no and here's I'll leave the secondary caveat to it if in fact it busts like if in fact cleveland detroit or Minnesota do not win the first quarter, I guarantee you they're going to win the second quarter. 
because that that mode of oh man, all right, we got the wolves here. Who cares? We can beat this team with our hands, but tied behind our back. That then settles in when you're up by eight or ten after one. So that I'm telling you, these really super bad teams in the first or second quarter. It's just something to keep an eye on. Only in the NBA. That's all I can tell you about. It's not in college or the NHL. It's just something. It's a I'm, human nature rule. It you're, is. You're not. Yeah. You're, you're right. not going to get up for a bad yep. team. You, you, Makes sense. Exactly right. And, and that's the one of the biggest considerations you need to make when wagering. It's not only. It's not who you play. Sometimes it's when you play them. Emotionally, right? Yeah. yeah. What the game means to each team, the human nature element, I think that's a huge part of it. Because we look at athletes like they're not human, <laughs> you know, that they're mercenaries. In some ways they are, but they do have human characteristics. And getting up for the Cleveland, if you're playing the Los Angeles Lakers, it's a lot different than playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. I'd say the, the worst bet I ever made was ahead of time when Brett Favre's father passed away. Mm-hmm. And, and Monday I night thought, football. Yeah, I thought there was no. I I, th- I pound. I forget who they're playing, but Raiders. I Raiders. 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 Yep. Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. Didn't didn't even. I thought there's just no way. There's no way he's gonna play. There's no way he's gonna be out there. Are you kidding me? And if he does, it's just gonna be such of of this cloud that I mean, you lose your father, any individual, any human being. It's gonna impact them. Guy went not, out there. Not and, when your dad was a big part of your football life as well. Yeah, you know though, and, and that's well, the thing. Know, Brett to was going to play. He was going to play. I mean, he had an ego about playing. He was yeah. not. He was going to play through anything. Old Gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was going to catch up to him that night, Monday night, and boy, was I wrong on multiple angles. <laughs> and, that, and and after that, I've never. After that, I've always – and it's it's a terrible thing to say, but it goes back to Jason's point about people being human beings, and we need to remind ourselves a lot of times that we're cheering and booing human beings first and foremost. But if somebody is playing or doing something out of tragedy, Isaiah Thomas losing his sister, something like that, again, it's going to sound cold and callous, but we have to merge these two worlds together. That's that's somebody I would take. That's somebody I would bet on. That's somebody I would say as a human being is, di- and I learned my lesson from far. That's all. You bet on betting, betting tips from Aton. Find an athlete that's who has true. a tragedy in their life and then bet on them. The betting next tips. Game. By the way, J.J. Watt just tweeted out he signed it with the Arizona Cardinals. No. Yeah. yeah. Really? Shocker. Shocker. He he tweeted out source me and a picture yes. of a guy in an Arizona Cardinals jersey or shirt or him oh, in an wow. Arizona Cardinals yeah. shirt. Yeah. Good. So, for oh, that's him. right from the source. Good source. I think he's got. That is a good source. Arizona go. defense pretty damn good last year. Up front, at least, right? I mean, this. What does this well, do for a, a division that just added Matthew Stafford that can't have a 49ers team as bad as they were last year because they were just decimated with injury? And I don't know what Russell – like Russell Wilson could come out and win the MVP. He's so damn motivated this year. But remember, Arizona, uh, Chandler Jones was injured for much of the season, so you put those two guys together. They got something cooking there. Yeah, but the, I, I still don't believe in Kyler Murray yet. I, I want to no. see – I don't believe in Kyler Murray offensively to where I think he can be a quarterback who can sustain running as much as he does and during the shots that he takes on that small frame 
and being able to lead that offense. We said, like, to me, that was a disappointment how their season ended. I don't know that they're a J.J. Watt away from being a playoff team from getting over that hump. I don't no, think they are. You're right, Rob. It's a really difficult division as well. So very deep division. Uh, you're right. Kyler got banged up with that shoulder, and, and it was sort of pre and post. And you got to talk about his frame because he is undersized. And the way he plays, he's going to be susceptible to getting banged up all the time. That's just that's just reality. Do they bring Reddick back, Hassan Reddick? Not yet. I, I doubt he's coming back at this point. Boy, he's a name. We didn't mention him. We were talking about this earlier, John, about the biggest names that will be available in free agency. And Watt was right there at the top of the list. But that's another one, too. We didn't even bring him up. Hassan Reddick's out there. 13th overall pick, right? In 20, uh, yeah, it was a right? Yeah, finally, it took him a while. My only concern is Hassan, yeah, he was not, you know, he was in danger of getting released at one point, yeah. and then he really came on in his contract year. So he's only had one really good season, and you can talk, I think he had that five sack game, so his numbers are a little bit inflated. I, I don't know if the consistency is there, but he's talented. No question about that. Two-year deal, $31 million, 23 guaranteed for Watt. Wow. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Right? Mm-hmm. I, mean, that's fair. I wonder how much uh, DeAndre Hopkins played a role in that. Right? Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Played, Real good played point. for Houston. Got to be have a relationship there. Got lucky well, and got that? out of there. I mean, yeah. if you're Jack Easterby – one of these other idiots running that franchise right now, you've got people that are getting out or have gone out at the result of the guy that you fired in O'Brien and getting back. Like, isn't that the worst sign is that people that you have either discarded or want to get away from your team are now going and playing together. It's like yeah, hey, bringing in guys. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like what Frank Reich was doing with all the assistants that the Eagles fired. Yeah. Right. Yeah, soft landing spot for press and Mike Rowe. Just, uh, just wait for Alshon to join Carson out in Indy. Just wait on that. <laughs> oh, man. Do you realize that would just set this world on fire? <laughs> People wouldn't know what to think about it. Uh, not not they at all. They're losing T.Y. Hilton. They need a receiver. Alshon's shot, but yeah. that'd be hilarious. Well, I wonder – there is something to look at this. We mentioned the two wide receivers that came to mind, right? Chris Godwin was one. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson was the other. Is oh, there Penn a- Staters. Oh, of course. That's true. Yeah, of course. You know, that position isn't that bad of a transfer. From- Richard Sherman, by the way, he's a free agent, too. Yeah. Well, I, he's I shot, though, isn't he? He played well last year. That yeah, did. He, Everybody was hurt. Yeah. Okay, so my my quick question, let's think about this. We'll take a quick break. We'll talk about this in the break. Come back, get some picks from Jason before we get out of here. And think about this. As far as, actually, you know what? I forgot. So don't worry. We'll break. We'll be back in three. It's the middle, (laughs) voice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. (laughs) Totally forgot. Something about, the hell were we just talking about? Free agents. Oh. Yeah. Do you think, like, who is the big target? Like, so not target. Who is the big anchor right now? I don't know how much money Russell Wilson and his team have. 
to pull in another wide receiver when he's been bitching and moaning, rightfully so, about signing a lineman or bringing in protection. <clears throat> so if you look at the Chiefs, right? Chiefs don't have any money. They're not going to sign. So some of these big names, the Bucks, the Bucks are doing everything they can to keep the people that they have. Godwin's most likely going to be out. My, my point of it is, is if we can create some sort of Venn diagram real quick here, where is that middle of top quarterback to want to play with and also a realistic destination that I can play at? Is Could Carson Wentz be one of them? Could he what? Could he be luring guys in? Yeah, because they got money. That That's the point. Is that yeah, they, 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 they money. Have, good coach. They have money, good coach, a team that had a solid defense and made the playoffs. And yep. clearly yeah. looks like they, they're a legitimate contender. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, anybody, anybody can turn into a destination. The Jets have a ton of money, so you know if you yeah. get if you get a quarterback, all of a sudden they're a destination. Yeah, you, you know what? You know what's a good destination? A team that's got cap space and really <laughs> spend it. Exactly. Somewhat, somewhat though. I mean, if like for example, if the Philadelphia Eagles had more cap space and had the ability to land a Robinson or Godwin, do you think either would really want to come here? Well, Godwin's from here. Uh, I know his, his dad used to come out to our remotes when I worked with Mike really? uh, when he was at Penn State. Yeah, he's a real good guy. Uh, but you know, sometimes people that are from here don't want to play here, or where they're from, they don't want to play because there's a lot. There's a lot of pulling on you that happens. <laughs> yep. When you're playing in your hometown. Yep. You know, there's a lot of people hitting you up. All you don't want that as a young player. The Eagles have no cap space, and the Eagles are in a yeah, messy situation. But the Eagles, the Eagles were a destination for years. Not anymore, I don't think. Yeah, not yeah. anymore. No. Not right now. Not with what happened with Carson. Not with, with what happened with Doug. You know, from They're, the coaching standpoint, they weren't a, an attractive destination for a coach with cachet. And the GM controls too. No, much. right now they're not. Right yeah. now, the reputation around the league that players have when they leave here, they just look at the situation as a very Toxic environment. They don't want to be there. Equate it to another team in another sport. Mm. Like, what is the perception for the league sources? In a different sport, yeah. I, I was going to say Houston is bad, but the Texans. Well, I, I think they're equal. Columbus and hockey. Bunch of guys have gotten out of there. Got Buffalo, too, in hockey. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly demanded out. Eichel's gone to any minute now. And there's no sign of fixing that Sabres team, right? Dude, they're such a mess, man. Michael's <laughs> a great player, and he was disinterested yesterday. It was it was bad luck. Beer league shift. Seven games on the docket tonight in the NHL. That's a pretty busy night, including what I love is the extra half hour of that late game, that 10.30 Eastern start, all the way out in San Oh, the tank. Yeah, the shark tank. I love that. I, they they always start late. Better than that, right? West What's Coast it? hockey. It's beautiful. All right, what do you got? Great. Give us a pick or two. Uh, I got a couple, actually, that I like tonight. I, this one's – I don't know if it's going to hit or not, but it's a value play. Ottawa against Calgary in Ottawa. I like that at plus 130 a little bit. I like Carolina in Florida. Um, I like St. Louis. They're a big favorite, minus 140, but uh, I like the play. I, I really like Edmonton to bounce back against Toronto mm. at home at Rogers' place. So that's one. Uh, I think Colorado's going to beat the brakes off of San Jose, but it's not worth it. It's minus 210. 
if you put it into a multi-team play. So Ottawa, Ottawa, Carolina, St. Louis, Edmonton, and um, Colorado. I don't like the Minnesota-Vegas game at all. I don't like either side. Five of seven right there. You didn't touch the peg, I noticed. No, I don't like that game either. I don't. Um, Vancouver has been bad, but uh, I don't like the play in that game. If I were going to play it, I'd I'd put a little value play on Vancouver, but I, I don't feel confident in it. The public is all over the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. We don't anticipate Tobias Harris and Embiid playing, right, guys, to Ooh. our knowledge? They're both questionable, I think. Yeah, I think Harris is out. I think Embiid is probably more of a game-time decision. Yeah, you can't put your money on this game unless you know. Yeah. 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 And it, you get because to hold it's, off. People look why, at wait, why is Embiid out? I think it's because of load management, and yeah. they're probably going to use some sort of back injury. Yeah. Well, well, they, well, yeah. well, they play Utah on Thursday, right? Yeah. Th- this is I, a money line. If you're going to take yeah. anything tonight, this is a money line. This is what I would suggest: is you take everything that Jason just gave you, and you throw the Sixers in a money line play. And put them in a round robin parlay, whatever it is, however it is that you. I build can't even put them in there though, Aton, unless I know. I if he's not playing, I can see them losing the game. I can too. I, I can't no bias. I don't care about a bounce back after Cleveland at home. Um, yeah, if, if in, in, and Tobias, you know what am I? What am I betting on here? I can't bet on. Uh, You're betting on Ben Simmons I to drop put, three. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not betting that. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair can we can we bet on, uh can we bet on seven inning spring training baseball you rob you got you got some uh insider news for us. over <laughs> over 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 bet every single game today and go over the total nobody knows how to throw a baseball yet pitching's <laughs> terrible right now bet, bet on as many homers as you can bet the over and the runs yeah i like it and then check yourself eight. into rehab because you are a degenerate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? You've placed a wager on a preseason hockey game. Don't never. Lie Don't never. lie to us. No, never. Had Not an on preseason. Inside info on Moose getting the nod ahead of Hart one day, and you put money on the other team. No, I can't. I, I'm not allowed to. All right, we're out. My of contract. Here. I can't bet it. We'll be back. Overtime brought to you by Book It. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. It's overtime, brief, abbreviated version today as we'll be back in full force <laughs> the show a week from today. John McMullen, Rob Body, Jason Martinez, kind enough to hang out with us. Overtime brought to you, as you see, by the great people at Book It Sports. Go to any marketplace of choice, Google or Apple, and download the Book It Sports app. You can partake in a really cool sports betting community and be a part of what we do each and every Wednesday here with Jeff Parles at 1240 Eastern and more on the app. Even Barrett is up on that app. All right, let me further this conversation for another four minutes, and then we'll be out of here on this futures, not futures from a betting standpoint, but what's what's next for the Eagles? 
What is the next? What is the very next move? We know the Flyers right now have a ridiculous schedule in front of them. They're playing well, so they can make up some ground. <clears throat> the Sixers are exactly what they've been dominant at home outside of a hiccup here or there and terrible on the road. And they need to get their sights ready. All star break will help. And then they're back in there. College Nova lost to Butler. So they're off our map. We don't care anymore. What's and Phillies, it's going to take a little bit for them to ramp up. What's the next move for the Philadelphia Eagles right now at 134 in the afternoon or 101 34 in the afternoon? Shedding salary. <laughs> yeah, keep, Zach dumping, Ertz. keep dumping. Zach, yeah, Zach Ertz is the next uh, domino. Where's he Which, going? Uh, Chargers him. have been in the mix. They'll probably cut him. him. Yeah. Wait they a second. Cut him. Really? You can't. You're telling me you can't get. You can't get a third or fourth round pick. No. No. You might get a late round pick. Wow. Yeah. Six, just just so they can control that he doesn't go to the open yeah, market. Exactly. That's the only reason. Which you is know, crazy Marcus, that you can't get one for him. That you can't get a a, a fifth or a sixth round pick for Zach Ertz is no, my mind. They might get a, a late-round pick, a six-round conditional pick, something like that, for exactly the reason Jason said, if you don't want to deal with other teams. Yep. Um, but Marcus Mariota, we were talking about uh, because of John Clark, I just looked it up. He's making $10.6 million as a backup quarterback. So the Raiders got to move on. Um, and there's no dead money that they don't need, so they're going to no. release. Yeah. Um, same thing with Zach Ertz. Teams realize the Eagles got to move on yeah. uh, so they can play that game, little game of chicken. It's amazing. But, but, but the, the problem is, is again, if, if they play that game of chicken, then there's 31 other teams. Well, yeah. And I that's know. why you might get a late 30. round pick. Yeah. So uh, if somebody doesn't want to deal with that, they don't have confidence in recruiting him. On the other hand, behind the scenes, you get a little wink, wink. I want to play and, Southern California say, you know, Chargers might know that. Agents talk to teams. Yeah. 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 Boy, that that would be wild. So if that's the case, they would sign Mariota. Think about it. Let's think this through. If they sign Mariota, then we immediately stop talking about drafting a quarterback. Because you signed a – right? You're going to add a third quarterback, number six, to Hurts and – I don't think think they sign Mariota unless they're getting getting him at – Close to or a little above a veteran's minimum. You're not. You're not going to invest a lot of money in a backup quarterback. Sal yeah. just said, "Do the deal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I have nightmares from that summer. Yeah, you and me both. I, I mean, I I think quarterback is realistic at six for the Eagles. I mean, Rob knows this team for years. That Howie going back to 2016 talked about quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. When you're up that high, you have to take advantage of it at that position. So, if they like a guy, they're going to think about it. Okay, you know one thing we haven't talked about is, and just bear with me for about a minute here. And over time, we'll be back some capacity on Tuesday here, but what the, the option of drafting a non quarterback at six, I don't feel like is being discussed nearly at all. It's really just, they're going to take a quarterback at six or they're going to trade back, which is a Howie thing to get more draft picks. It doesn't feel like there's any talk about, well, what if Sewell's there or what if Chase oh, Pitts. Is there? Yes. Pitts is another one is there. It feels like, and again, maybe I'm misreading the room here, but it feels like there isn't really much discussion at all about the Eagles taking a non quarterback at six. 
I still think it's more likely non-quarterback than quarterback because ultimately I think the quarterbacks are getting pushed up the board. I don't they always think, do. Yeah, I don't think Fields is going to be there at six. So ultimately you're going to have to choose between Devontae Smith or, or, or Kyle Pitts or Sewell or somebody of that nature. And I think you got to be careful about trading down. That, that second tier – is probably right at like 10 or 11. So you yeah. can't go back too far. And, and this is a big draft. They can't miss. Yeah. They can't the miss. Thing. You yep. can't. You And you got to come out of this draft with three, four quality starters. And it, at six, you need a future Hall of Famer. If yeah. you stay at six, you need a, like, you need a not, not a good player, a future Hall of Famer, a guy well, who's a five-time All-Pro. Yeah, how about, how about a guy yeah, that's just an All-Pro, how he's drafted one? And he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Since 2014, one Pro Bowl player. Yeah, I mean, that's pathetic. It's pathetic. Good. That's I'm why you're here at 411 and one. We need a 30 for 30 mm -hmm. on who had more job security, Sam Hinkie or Howie Roseman? Because uh, I, Howie, Howie. Well, Sam was pushed out. I mean, well, eventually by the league. And but remember, Sam, yeah, Sam was pushed out by the NBA. There were times, though, before he got put, just because the end, like, we'll see how Howie's ends. We don't know how Howie's tenure here is going to end. So we have the benefit of hindsight with Sam. But remember, what Sam Hinkie was doing for three years that eventually got the, he had the league fire him. Who yeah. in sports, outside of Donald yeah. Sterling, like outside of just doing something so heinous and offensive, <clears throat> had a league come in and fire you? Well, they yeah. didn't fire him. He resigned because well, of the, his power on. was taken away and he was by, a mad scientist. Well, yeah, by Adam Silver, yeah. who basically it, told Josh Harris, you do what I say. Well, I'm bringing Colangelo in. When, you're, when your when your resignation letter is described as a manifesto, you're a little bit off the rails. Yeah. I'll just say that about Sam. Yeah, him and Gabe Kapler live on the same planet. Neptune. That Gabe cut. <laughs> oh, well, all right, all right, gentlemen. Thank you guys. Appreciate you all hanging. Hey boys, to the stream. We'll be back. Overtime brought to you by Bookit. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community. Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.